2: Listen up, fanboys of the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, the man responsible for my blackest night, Derek McCaw! This is true.
3: It's going to happen next week at con, but nope. it will be true. No night light bright enough. No. All right, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. And this is the Fanboy Planet Podcast. We are podcasting from elusive comics and games. Live. Well, sure, not by the time you listen to this. 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara.
2: Of course, with me is... A- the only place... I buy my comics.
3: That's right. With me is a wonderful panoply of people. First of all, of course, my fabulous announcer,
2: Lon Lopez.
4: And I, like the, I like the lower decibel. For That's them. right. right oh, <laughs> yeah. Because he
3: he got a little compliment earlier, and he's going to work with it. He's okay. going to work with that hey, warm you know, tone. you got to go what you uh, know, baby. We, you know we what We've got, of course, our occasional contributor and wrestling editor,
0: Christopher J. Garcia, six time Hugo nominee. Oh, Four-time give it a roll,
3: four time Hugo loser. <laughs> I have to say it every time,
4: uh, and we've got a very special. Uh, it's hard to do the math on that. You've been nominated six times, lost two times. That means you're lost, currently four, times. In- lost four, four times, four four times. So you're currently nominated for two. For two, yeah. It wasn't like one was a draw or something.
0: That would be so awesome to be able to. <laughs> say, yeah, I tied for you.
1: Yeah,
2: we got half a rocket each.
4: <laughs> I got the I got the lower stage. <laughs>
3: With some kid who has a copy machine. Did Uh, we announce
2: (laughs) our fabulous man on the
3: board? Uh, No, I interrupted him. Yeah, before I was about to say it. Fabulous uh, sound engineer, Moral Compass, producer of the show.
4: Rick Brett Snyder.
3: Yes, and we have a very special guest tonight sitting next to me on my left. Perfect. Writer, artist, who's going to be debuting a book at Comic-Con, correct? Yes. And that is, of course, introduce yourself, sir.
5: My name is Mick Gray, and I'm a uh, comic book anchor, 20-year veteran. Fantastic. uh, I just have a blast every day of my life. Chills down the spine. You walk into the room and you see what you got to work on.
3: Yeah, and apparently never been into a comic book store before. And you, you, this uh, is the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They actually have never actually seen it. the finished product that he works on. Wait, I've
5: there's <laughs> more
4: than the ones I do. <laughs>
5: no, wait, I've been waiting at Seven Eleven for the for the comics <laughs> for years, and nobody told me this. But you've
4: got a lot of Slurpee cups. He just—he's a <laughs> subscriber.
3: That <laughs> really
5: makes me mad. But thank oh. you for turning me on to this. This is pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. pretty of course, yeah. that
4: was the voice of the store owner Anna Warren. Yeah. They lowered the cover charge for you today. Do you appreciate that? Really? Yeah. It's yeah. Only, uh, $14 just for you! Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's a, a good deal. So, <laughs> so, so what we, do we got going on well, today? Well, we there? got
3: comics news. We got movie. We got TV. We got apparently some fighting. I don't know if we can call it wrestling fighting. Ultimate fighting news, and
2: um, we got some yeah. Comic Con stuff. We're going
3: to talk about the best way we can get. But uh, before we do any of that. I think, you know, we, we brought Mick in here and showed him a whole new world. And let's find out a little a bit more about it. whole new world. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> it scares you. me how well he's fitting in <laughs> with the group. <laughs> hey, How's the script going for the musical, musical, Derek? Uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, so let's find out a little bit about Mick's world, shall we? So Mick's got a... Let's first of all world, talk about Mixed World. world. <laughs> Excellent. Let's talk about the book. I just it to be
2: known that, that I didn't start any of that. <laughs> I know. I want this to be Mixed yeah, World. Yeah, but I don't I have why. to cut any of it out either. I
3: am praising you for your <laughs> thank restraint thank right you. here. Bring in the Aerosmith cover band right Juan now. Juan Lopez has been sedated. And Mick Ray, you've got a book uh, that you're debuting next week at Comic-Con. Yep. And so it's talk a about it. it's
5: a book twenty years in the making and it and I really didn't honestly honestly did not work on it for twenty years but there's this character that I that I doodled in people's sketchbooks for twenty years named Albie Mouse and he's kind of me Mouse-sonified. and. 20 years ago, there's a guy that had this sketch in his book that I told him I was going to make a book with at one point. He's been waiting for 20 years, you know, and so it's basically for that guy, you know. I mean, does he like write and stalk (laughs) you? (laughs) Where's my book? Every morning.
1: (laughs) And so finally, last,
5: this beginning of the year, I guess, I had some time off and I was like, Okay, this is my chance. I got to do it now. This is, you know, I got the cash. I can, I can actually publish this thing myself. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make 200 copies. Damn it, it was like a Mickey Rooney movie or something. We're going to make a
3: book. <laughs> you know? I've got a barn. My dad has a printing press.
5: Yeah, and and so I just said, well, okay, I have all these drawings I've done for 20 years. I have like had 10 of them sitting there, and I'm like, okay, what can we, let's ABC book. Yeah, ABC book. So me and my daughter, my eight year old daughter, sit down and we write this ABC book. Just write it and within two hours. We write this thing out, and she she actually helped me write some of the some of the little blurbs and stuff in it. And then I said, okay, so I need ten more drawings to finish this book, you know. So I had about ten. So about half of the alphabet was done, and then proceeded to do the the other ten, eleven drawings in the next uh, in the next few weeks. And then I found I started looking around. I was you know kind of thinking, well, should I go overseas to have this printed because I can get it done cheap? But then mm-hmm. I started thinking, oh, I want to do this in America. I want to get it done, you know, print print USA, you know? And so I found a, a printer down in Gilroy, uh, the print spot, and uh, he was mm-hmm. was doing hardbound. He had done a couple hardbound things. And I said, this is, you know, this is the quality I'm looking for. I'm looking for something, you know, fairly good, but, I, you know, this is how much money I have. I can only go this far. I kind of compromised maybe... About the only place I really compromised on it was, you know, in most children's books when you open it up, there's a nice quality, thick stock, colored paper <laughs> mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. the first page, and that was going to be like that much more that was going to put me over the top of my my budget, and I just kind of backed off and I said, okay, well, just let's just go with a white, with regular white paper, but the whole book is black and white anyways, and, uh, other than the cover, and so. That was my only compromise. I did this hardbound book with dust jacket. You know the way I wanted to do it, wow. the way children's books should be, I think. And uh, I'm very pleased with it. I mean, uh, and
2: how many how many copies is 200, the print 200, 200 200? Copies. okay? Do we have an advanced copy here we could look at? We have or? something to look
4: at. Would you like to look oh, at yeah, it? Yeah, of course. I think you should because that's great, great radio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, I tried to say Look, bring your cameras. Wow. Oh, there it is. Can you see it? Uh, it's holding it up to the microphone right I'm seeing a square. not m- rectangular, but square. Albie Mouse's, square Albi mouses ab- ab-cadarium. abcadarium. Abcadarium. And we've got Ab-cad- a, ab-cadarium? the, okay, the so
4: cover of it is primarily red well. with the la- the uh, title on the it's left and then half the mouse's face and ear on it's the... It's a beautiful cover. going beautiful. Open, oh, Dust jacket an
5: unfortunate first page. you no. Ha- you um, Oh, the you horror! Get, you get the first sketch <laughs> yeah. ever done, and that is absolutely. See, this beautiful. is from 1986, so you get your in. S- when tipped you were play. just you were just starting
3: uh-huh. out as a, as an anchor at the time, right? right? Twenty and years yeah. ago, you know, And this is actually
5: guns. that's that sketch was before I was working as an anchor in comic books, you know. So, I mean, I was drawing him. I it was weird to think about because I I said, oh well, I've been drawing him since I be, since I started in comics, but then I went, no, I okay. actually
3: started. hey okay. okay. and this is co-written. Did you give your daughter a byline yep. as well? you yep. yep. You did. Yep,
0: uh, absolutely. My favorite so far is C is for the comedian with Woody Allen standing in the spotlight. There he is.
5: 19- Woody 50. Allen Albie is, a mouse. Has Woody. is it, a mouse. It is, basically. You that's, got it right that's on fantastic. there. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like I say, something I wanted to do for 20 years, and here I finally did it. And, you know, what better place to just throw it out there than San Diego Comic-Con? Mm-hmm. I'm just, like I say, I got for the first time ever and probably the first time ever. I probably will never do it again. Uh, is, uh, is a small I, press table. So is in I a
4: comic book inker? Is, is that the what letter? was that again? Is, when you get to I, is it I uh, yeah, No, I, is no, for no,
5: I isn't. It's is for inspiration. Oh. Ah. So yes.
3: in the history of, of uh, mass media co-written by eight-year-olds, is this better or worse than <laughs> the best of Sharkboy well, and Lava Girl? <laughs> hey, Whoa. man,
5: I'm pretty, you can't really ask the father <laughs> that. This doesn't I mean, give me a headache. I mean, no, okay, <laughs> there we go. Sharkboy right. and Lava Girl there's, is pretty cool. I have to agree. But but I mean to there's to, a pull quote to, to co-write with your with your 8-year-old daughter is just, you know, yeah, that's pretty sure awesome, that, yeah. Man. So So yeah, I mean the, and and, and it, it's, it's just like, cool. you know, like I say, it's just something. I mean, probably if I would have had a Abundance of money. I would have liked to have went color on it, and I would have liked to go in a little fancier on the paper. And all kids, this. kids, and don't for need people color. who aren't familiar with your work, <laughs> exactly. This is but like, I work in black and white. This yeah. is so
4: it's like some of the me. crispest art that I've seen in a long time. Just that's the, that's the me. Inks are so stark and um,
3: well, they should be slick inks, really. Yeah, that's me. I mean, you are, slick ink, uh, slick Mick, slick Mick. That's yeah. what they call you. Yeah. That's yeah, they call you on the streets. Yeah, um are yeah. So yo, so down on the streets, boy. And we know we should talk about. L this, is this is, a, this is a children's book, uh, and you said you've mentioned both before and during here that you really uh, love working in the ch- for children, but yet you're inking – the things that you're probably best known for inking are not like – Graphic do you, violence. Do you yeah. give – yeah. Because you <laughs> inked, uh, as you were saying, Lee Bermejo on the, the Joker, the Brian Azzarello Joker graphic novel exactly, last year, yeah. which was just um, – Yeah, it's pretty bloody stuff. Grotesque. Yeah. Um, and uh, And – I, I doubt that you're letting your child read Promethea quite Yeah,
5: yeah, well, she, yeah, she can't really grasp the whole Kabbalah very good yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. And, and, and any feel any free, hero. by the
3: way, we poured a circle of salt around so Alan Moore can't Thank touch you. you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. So <laughs> go ahead because and, say what, you, haunt me, and say what you feel it. about that work.
5: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say right offhand that, you know, Asa was working on, like, the Joker, and I'm going, oh, my God, you know, this is. Th- this is just graphic, graphic violence, and it was affecting me. You know, I was like, because I don't really, I don't particularly care for that. All you that seem much. a gentle man. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm a very gentle person. But then, as soon as the royalty checks started rolling in, I was <laughs> fine <laughs> with it. Kill another one. Kill another one. It was like, yeah,
3: come on, leave.
5: Killer, Killer Croc is hungry. Killer Croc is hungry. Because a brighter red. Wow. Because <laughs> believe me, I never saw a royalty check like what's coming in. That thing sold over a hundred thousand copies in hardbound already. Wow! Wow! Yeah, and they're keeping it in hardbound for a while because it's selling so well. So, baby shower
3: is. And are you? Are you going? <laughs> uh, what? And um, it's just and crazy. So, it, it, would you I, I saw also that. Uh, just to talk about rather not without actually talking about the numbers, but that um, they're doing an old, um, absolute Promethea. Yes, I'm so, so, so looking forward
5: to that. You know, when we were working on Promethea, I could probably right toward the end, and then it was over, and they put out the first absolute of, maybe it was a League, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or something mm-hmm. like that, and I went, oh, my God, I can't wait to see Promethea, you know, in this. I can't wait to see it in this uh, in this format. And... Then, when I heard just in the last you know what was about I guess four months ago that we were going to put out the the absolute version of that, I was just so excited because that that's like the ultimate um, format you know to see mm-hmm. things a little bit larger than what you would normally see it almost full size the, the absolute is only a little bit smaller than a full size artwork you know so that's something that's really special and you know to have that in hard bound slip sleeve like I mean it just doesn't get any better than that that's going to be yeah. very cool so yeah, I mean that's. Who knows what that's going to do as far as as far as selling? I mean that's the kind of thing that.
3: Well, I put it on my wish list, people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on your Amazon, those, wish are, my Amazon wish list are of things are that I will items, never actually but get. High ticket
5: items, but they sure are. as far as I'm concerned, those absolutes are worth every penny. I've just recently picked up the Watchman Absolute, and you know, and the and the you know the. Um, Frank Miller, Dark Knight, Absolutes, and stuff. Just because so, I've been, and I'm also, I also teach an inking course up at uh, the Academy of Art University in San Francisco, and uh, so there, it's a, it's a tax write off. I get to buy comics oh, well, more and more, <laughs> more lately as tax write offs, which is really cool. And That's why I do a podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so I went out and bought these Absolutes, you know, to show off in class and stuff, and they are. It's just the ultimate. The ultimate format for, for people that work in this
3: business. And I'm not to be confused with the ultimates. Let's
4: right, make sure the, we absol- keep that the ultimates, absolute.
5: So yep. happy to be involved
3: in it. Yes. And you've got another project coming from D.C., which we've talked about a couple times. You're inking one of the, the Red Circle books. Yes. I did air quotes. Sorry People that was great for radio. Um, yeah, so you're you're you gonna have a sound effect for those air quotes. He, do, he, he, do you have that? I, le- I leave that up to Rick. Because Rick yeah, that if in.
5: you follow him, if he goes like this, somebody goes mm. in the yeah. background or something. would Be cool.
3: You're, you're you're slow on this lawn. That should
2: be your job. I was supposed to know that. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah, I, I well, I'm yeah. just seeing
0: his hands start to go up. You should have. His you should be ready.
2: ready. I, let's just practice. Whenever he puts his hands up, <laughs> I go in defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just
5: I'm just throwing these ideas at it. There it is. Something maybe things my father taught. Yes. <laughs> so you are inking uh, don't
1: hurt me. <laughs> the shield.
5: <laughs> right, Marco Rudy is penciling it and uh I do have I mean again this is great for for podcasting for uh, radio, you know. I have the the four first pages to show you guys. Well, we don't oh, want to see. Oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah. no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Whip it out,
4: Jasper.
3: Now is uh, Straczynski writing that as well? Is it right please, he's doing the What's
4: the sh-
2: We're not this isn't the Shield we wanted TV to show, right? It's no, like, no, he's not. No, no, no.
5: He's not writing this. Yeah, he was going to write them in brief. And in I bowl, feel so I think- silly again that I'm working on a book and I can't remember the writing. Well, I guess the name. the
3: question with with inking is uh, how much do you if any interaction do you have with the writer on none, that? None. None. Um I
5: I just uh, as the as the inker, I ask for the script and so I can because cuz it used to be you used to get pages lettered and I could read what was happening. Now, I, now I don't get pages lettered anymore, and now I have to get a script of some kind to uh, to understand where they're going with it. But um, uh, gosh, I'm, it just makes me mad that I don't remember his name. But he's not he's not a <laughs> well known uh, writer from remembering what the name is or anything. But he's doing it he seems to be doing a pretty fair job on it so far. And this okay. is
0: the same shield that was, was it? comics from the... Way Archie. back.
3: Archie. 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 MLJ. Supposedly yeah. the... A year before Captain America. Yeah. Yes, the shield is the oldest uh, patriotic, the oldest patriotic character. character. And interesting, I hadn't really thought of this. I guess really DC doesn't have a direct, like, patri- yeah. patriotically influenced character anymore. Um, the... Sp- Star Spangled uh, Star Steel. Sam. Steel, right. Steel, Steel. Steel. Uncle Sam. Um, Uncle Sam. Well, even they Superman were, DC was considered but, then, but, you know, but, but Uncle Sam was quality, and I guess that's what yeah, they're saying, is they've never actually yeah. did that there themselves. The Shield, Archie Kong. Yeah, yeah so. He had
0: an action figure in the 80s. Yes, because... Really? Yeah. Uh, is that the
3: Rob Liefeld one? No, or? no, no. no. Um, the, um, because... Archie tried reviving them, and some company did. There was a there was a fly. Yep. There was a Mighty Crusaders action figure mm-hmm. line. There was right. a shield. The fly. Because the other thing you deal with that's is vintage cool. toys. You may that's know this cool. better than
2: us. Um, they were they were actually
3: kind of lame looking.
2: But um, oh wait, wasn't there? Uh, or no, is that the Patriot? Who am I thinking of? Super Patriot. No, Rob no, no, Blackfield no. had one. Oh, yeah, that's no. One. There was a one. It was like they were saying that. Uh, Kirby made done The Fighting American?
3: Fighting, Fighting American, Fighting American, yeah. Yeah. which uh, Kirby of. did work on the shield at one point. And at one point why this is why this little subline is being called Red Circle is that in the 80s uh, Archie Comics or somebody licensed them and published them as the under the impa- imprint of Red Circle yes. Comics.
2: Mm-hmm. Wasn't that kind of bad back in those days to call anything red? <laughs> no, in the '80s. Oh, no, I thought you no. said back no, in, the in the '50s. So uh, no, what, no, 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 oh, okay, yeah. uh, no. Um, and, then, <laughs>
3: and then DC has tried to revive them once before under the Impact line, which Mark Wade yeah, had right. written a lot of those. Mm. And more yeah. kid oriented. Are these as kid oriented as the last time? Uh, no, anything? I think this is
5: much more. You know, you know what it, it really is. There are very many comics kid oriented anymore. You know, there's a very small uh, group of comics that are even done that way. And I think you know if you're a good writer. You don't write for kids. You don't write for adults. You write so everybody can get into it, and it's good in quality. That's a mm-hmm. good writer. And if there's one way or the other, you're probably not really grasping the concept of what comics should be as
3: far as I'm concerned. That's my opinion. So your daughter's read that Joker graphic. <laughs> 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 hey, this is paying for your college, kid. You read it. You read it. <laughs> well, let's see the art. Let's
4: see the art. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, because the, the original S.H.I.E.L.D., Did not actually carry a shield, but had one on his chest. No, and he doesn't
5: either. He doesn't have one. But but anyways, here's an opening opening shot. Oh, man, beautiful. A little bit of war action happening. And this guy... I've already commented to him. He's very influenced by JH Williams, and you know I worked with JH for eight, ten years, and it's it's who's really, the artist? His name it? is Marco Rudy. Okay, and uh, it's you know if you know JH Williams' art, it's it's kind of in that groove of the way he designs his pages. Um, this guy has very much uh, border designs and that kind of concept. And so
4: How bit. detailed are his his pencils? Very, you, very. very am,
5: I'm not an embellisher number one. Okay. I don't do that, but because
4: there's just some amazing texture yeah. and, yeah, this and is, uh, shading in the. Yeah, this is this is. Oh my God! God. Wow.
3: If you see, this is a beautiful two-page splash. spread. Yep, a two-page splash of uh, yeah,
4: of the shield. The shield. Yeah, it, it looks character. like a. Uh, yeah, yeah that's great. Br- that's a great introduction. You yeah, know? Second
5: page of the book. He's he's standing in a cargo. I mean I mean in a uh, full bore. Uh, what would you call it? A um, an army uh, transport plane ready to uh, yeah, parachute, parachute out. out. Uh, with full, uh, and he's got any number of utility pouches and, and everything. On and yeah, and the and the soldiers are sitting behind him in the and the, you're just seeing. And the man these. has no pupils. Yeah, right, yeah. No it's people. a mask. Which is always neat with a superhero. I mean, yeah, that's kind yeah, of yeah, mysterious. I, it's awesome. I always like that. No yeah. people. It's also great for me. I don't have to draw eyes. You know her, which, which way is, is nice. he looking? Yeah.
4: Is he asleep? I don't know. <laughs> Bueller? And
5: immediately out of that page, we go to almost nothing, which is all, this will be the colorist just kind of throwing in sky. You know, yeah, but that's, that's efficient
4: fun. use of white space. Yes, yeah. yeah, very Which and will become blue.
5: This is the kind of page I like to ink. Yeah. <laughs> because it takes <laughs> me about an hour. Ready for lunch. And I'm done. This page... Don't throw too many of these at me because this takes days to do this. You know, yeah. So. But, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, so uh, I'm really excited about Marco. I think he's a great you know, a great up-and-coming penciler. He's a young guy. He's just like, you know, he did some of the Final Crisis stuff. Right, I, was say, you know, I just want to
4: compliment you for a second because you bring that page up again. I just love the – the stark nature of the heavy inks on the top, and then you look at that mountain with just the very light trace inks. Uh, uh, Mick he's doing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's just beautiful. I, uh, myself, I look at this page, I go, like, oh, the
5: colors is going to save this thing, man. I mean, if we got a good color, it's either going to save it or break it. It almost other, has it a woodcut of fields. Yeah, that's to it. some, Japanese that's some interesting, interesting like, fields. With field all to those woodcuts
4: yeah. with a guy diving out of a plane towards the Japanese There's village. a lot of those, yeah. huh? Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And if you want to see that art team currently, right, you are, the current issue of Final Crisis, Escape. Yeah, we
5: started, I started working with Marco on Escape number one, and, uh, um... They were rushing us a lot. This has been happening to me a lot lately. They'll ru- I'll get into a book. They'll rush me. They'll take me off the book. They'll let somebody else finish the book. Then they'll put me onto to the next issue, and I'll start that. I'll almost finish it, and then they'll rush me, and I'll go, I'm not going to be able to do 15 pages in a week, and then they'll take me off it, put somebody else on. Unfortunately, it's very frustrating. It's been happening a lot lately.
4: Could we take a picture of you with that double-page spread f- yeah. for the po- for the uh, web page? Of course. Okay. I'm going to get my camera out. Yeah, we'll do okay. that.
5: So so, Escape started. I did first issue, second issue in the way I was just telling you about yeah. where I get down to the, almost the end and they take the last five pages away from me. And then number three, we started it, and they were having such a rush situation on it, they even brought another penciler on. If you look at, at the first couple pages, it's different than Marco. And then they said, we are going to do this S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. We want Marco on it. And they think that you fit well with Marco. And obviously you
3: do. Please follow Marco. Word.
5: So so if you look at number three, it just all of a sudden I think I think Marco somebody else takes over for Marco or maybe he finished it and another anchor took over, I'm not sure. But number four, Marco isn't on escape number four and they've um I don't so even what know do you, what direction he, they're
3: coming. Um, without possibly getting you into trouble. With that. what do you think is that if that's been happening a lot and I hear a lot of oh, artists and my writers God. say that
5: I do not know what's going on. I just think it's I think it's poor scheduling. I think the number one pro- problem in comics in, in the editorial rooms is uh, soliciting comics before they're even <laughs> started. Mm. I'm, I work on books they're solicited before they even start.
2: And they're they probably don't even, following the whole Hollywood trend. Yeah,
5: they might not even have a team yet, and they're soliciting it. And then uh, on this book, I said, you know, jokingly, uh, you know, hey, do you think we could get two issues done before you solicit it? And and obviously, they'd already solicited it, you know. Wow. And they were like, they laughed at me. And I said, you know, this is you know, this is the way it should be. You know, you guys mm-hmm. do understand that, and they always agree with me. But it never happens that way. And you know, I'm you know, I'm going on 20, uh, 20 years in this business now, and it just seems to get worse and worse. And I just want to do high quality work, consistent, mm-hmm. and I, they won't let me do that ever. Mm. I mean, the Joker w- took us two years to do that book, you know. And I throw that in their face all the time. I go, "You see, we did this book. We had an editor, and we had it was a specialty project. I know it wasn't it wasn't continuity, it wasn't scheduled or anything, but we did it. And the editor said, Are you guys, You guys got any pages for me? No, not this week. Okay, no problem. Send them to us next week.'" So we did this book in, let's say, can I have a sound effect?
3: (laughs) European kind of
5: way, you know, where you just did the book the way it's supposed to be done with all your... Your, your inspiration and, and quality you could possibly put into it. And look what they got out of it. They got a book that's selling 100, 000, over 100,000 copies in hard bound. Yeah. And I throw it in their face. I go, here's what you should be doing. These are the kind art. of projects. You're doing But every day of our lives, what we're doing is juggling art and, and a product, product and creativity. And it's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. Um, I, I commend anybody that is able to put out monthly books the way they schedule things. You know, it's just crazy. So we'll see. Right now, I mean, I'm kind of just throwing the shield up in the air going, okay, we'll just see what happens because I'm kind of frustrated by it all. I don't know if it's even going to go... The distance. You know, we'll see. I'm going to be there. I, I'm
3: there if they'll let me do it.
4: Well, the artwork is beautiful. So let's just I, say that. I have a question, a, a trivia question about that. So is that artwork that you've done and have, haven't submitted, or you've submitted it and it's coming back? No, no. That hasn't even been in yet. That just hasn't even gone to anybody. We've seen it before. The editor has. Yeah, awesome. The editor even <laughs> hasn't even
5: said it, seen it yet. They've seen his pencils, but they haven't seen mine. So, yet.
3: editor, if you want to see it, um, check fanboyplanet.com. What? We'll right. have a photo of <laughs> it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I've been, I've been getting emails from Mike Carlin saying he's really enjoying uh, Marco's work. So, so I'm
3: hoping that he'll like what I've done over Marco. Okay. Excellent, and we'll have that conversation next week. Yeah. I'm just
0: hoping that yeah, the comic will increase the value of my Shield action figure. So there that's what know. I'm hoping. That, well, oh you should. not the Shield action figure that one that wound up, or yeah. that was the? No, no, it had a, uh, it had an arm.
3: It had thing. an arm motion. I knew it had a, yeah. So. So anyway, so check that out. Belly, do you, do you know arm. when you're due? It's been solicited. When is it? September?
5: September. So I think the first issue, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I and think you get four anymore. pages done. Okay. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm telling you. Right? I'm telling you math. right now. No. Uh, Marco is up to, I think I just got a scan of page nine. So I should be getting, the only, that's another problem.
2: He's in Brazil. So
5: okay. overnight, FedEx overnight from Brazil is not overnight. You know, it takes like three days. So it's yeah. ridiculous. So... The it's because of
2: the time difference, Derek.
5: God, I don't yeah. know what it is. Maybe they bring it by donkey or something. <laughs> you saw the
3: puzzled the look peninsula. on his face. Is that you are helping out? <laughs> no, it's not that much of a time difference. But anyway, good. But ahead.
5: I. But uh, so maybe this week, most likely at the end of the week, I'll sit around for three days.
3: Yeah, waiting, which is
5: or deadly.
2: working on Albie Mouse.
3: Yeah, because now that you've done the ABCs, there must be other. I tell things. you, the one, two, two, book, I'm the gonna one, I'm gonna
2: throw this
5: out there at San Diego, and I'm just going to. Say, okay, whatever happens, happens. Well, like, now, will I don't you be know where the, I'm going Will now. you
3: be in the Independence uh, Island, or are you going to be in artist? Small, Sally? Small press, press table.
5: Small press You'll table. You'll see a big seven, six-foot-tall Albie Mouse banner behind my wife. She'll be sitting there. You can't miss that.
4: I have another observational question to ask you. So I notice a very distinct... Resemblance between Alby's glasses and very yours, very much so. <laughs> he
5: he is me mouseonified. Okay, yes. okay. So yeah, that that the was get-go. the that was the
4: visual clue. That exactly. That's you. I mm-hmm. was
5: always a Mickey Mouse fan, okay. and then Alby came along, and I started drawing. He was like my mascot. Originally in '86, he was my mascot for my technical illustration business. So when I sent out a letter to a to a Silicon Valley company. That said, Hi, I'm looking for work. It would be like Alby would say, Alby said, It was really <laughs> inappropriate. <says>. It was <laughs> totally inappropriate. I'm to the Silicon Valley company, I'd be sending this cartoon, you know. But Alby says that. And I never got Nick. any work from that, but I mean. It was always fun. <laughs> yeah, why not have a technical illustration business with a with a mouse that looks. Those like letters me? are
4: collector's items now for them. Yeah, maybe the guys maybe. held on to it. It's you know, a great letter. I'm not going <laughs> to use it. I <either." laughs> keep the letter. I like letter. the mouse. I hung <laughs> it on
5: my bulletin board, but no, I don't need any service from you. Sorry. Right.
4: Yeah.
1: But bet, uh, well, so okay. yeah,
5: San Diego's going to be interesting. I'll have artist alley table, and I'll be selling my art. And my wife and my daughter will be at. Wait, the,
2: what? Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead.
5: Yeah. Continue. Uh, Artist Alley. Gotcha. And, yeah. and I'll, uh, which I'm always, I've been in Artist Alley okay. for 20 years. The, like that.
3: the wife and daughter thing that threw you
5: off?
2: He all, I'll be selling my art, my wife art and, and daughter. daughter. Oh, and, oh yeah. that's, exactly. now I caught it. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm.
1: like, what?
5: Disclaimer, I will not be selling my wife and daughter. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> okay. Okay. As a package? <laughs> I'm glad I got that. I'm glad I got that straightened out
3: there. Um, <sighs> yeah, and it. Now, also because uh, for those who are local to the Bay Area, I uh, said so you your wife kind of runs a vintage toy business as yeah. well. So are you part of that toy? Mick and Holly's usual? fun
5: stuff. Mick and Holly's fun stuff. She uh, she'll a lot of the time in San Diego. Her big thing is swag. She'll go around sn- snagging up swag and mm-hmm. specialty items. You know that you're, that they're selling down there and stuff and. A lot of – she's even into the – she in the last couple of years, she's got to the point where she brings her oh, yeah. laptop down and posts things right down there in San Diego when she finds things immediately right then. So, okay, that's so. when people want that stuff. They want it the day – it right. came out at San Diego, you know. In a week later, nobody cares about it, you know, so it's really weird.
2: Trust me, I was behind a woman that was doing that. Yes, so it, 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 here, it, a it can years. Oh, I it remember. can work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
3: one of Jalon's most bitter uh, memories. Bitter <laughs> Comic-Con <laughs> of the memories. The Mattel lot. Uh, was yeah. it, Mattel, no, Mattel it's a Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah. Oh, trying to get God. G- just trying to get his one G.I. Joe. Yeah. That's all he wanted. That's all he mm. wanted.
4: Okay, and again, because it's great radio, could yeah. you hold up the art? Ooh. I want to take a picture now because we always say we're going to take a picture. And then we forget, yeah. So...
1: Ooh, that is a beautiful, wow. Wow. Is a beautiful, wow.
4: beautiful spread and the camera.
0: B- oh. oh, the camera doesn't oh. work. Oh, doesn't work. oh. No, it's working. Oh, Wind man. it up. And sure. Multiple <laughs> people taking
5: photos. It is, it's, it's, a, amazing. it's a photo
2: There are a lot of paparazzi here. It I is. am a bit surprised.
5: Now, sh- now, now you know it. how Amy Winehouse feels. This is, I know. Is, yeah. I took a
2: picture of my contact lens Whoa. mini cameras. I'm glad Ooh. he didn't drink too many margaritas a little earlier. Then you know? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been <laughs> just like Amy Winehouse. That's great.
3: So, uh, but, uh, so you're, uh, you're, the the family toy business will be at the toy show at the end of Clara fairgrounds at the end of August. You know what?
5: You know what we do at the – at the, we show up there like 4 o'clock in the afternoon and just go through there and find all the dealers that just want to get rid of stuff. Oh, you just so – So we, don't, we don't, don't set up. We used to set up, and that's so much
3: work. I that's, actually recall meeting you there really? years and years wow. ago. Yeah. Yes. My when wife used to when she those, started used her to When those. she
5: started her business, that was the main reason for starting the business was because those shows were so much work. Of loading and unloading and loading again, that we just said, there's got to be an easier way to do this.
2: There's and got to be a better way. And eBay, eBay.
5: became that. Yes, exactly. So uh, like we it.
3: we have just shielded for a lot of companies that really should. Oh, here's this. Oh, here's that's a, pretty. Here's a, a, a
5: Scott McDaniel's ripoff that I just wow. did because I was, like I say, I'm sitting around waiting for my pages, and I was like, Shield, this so guy's you,
3: working on Shield. Do I'll do a ripoff of him. So, so you penciled and inked that yourself? Well, I just ripped him off. I just oh, found
5: okay. found him online. Oh, okay. his pencils, and I just inked him. Oh, Somebody, okay. I think Andy is it Andy Andy Park Inkenham? I can't remember. I but this is there's like a there's like a one shot shield coming out first before our book. Oh, so is okay. he an agent? These guys? He's
4: like, is he an agent of the government or a individual or you know? You got me. But this I, looks like that. What he's I've, he on a sh- he's I've read. have read that he's working American. for the army. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's an army. So dude, he's
3: yeah. a, so as part of some experimentation there. Um, well, why not penciling yourself? Obviously, you have that.
5: Because, well, when I do pencil, I pencil like that, very, very simple. Because number one, because after you've worked for twenty years over these guys that are magical, JH Williams, Ryan Sook, Barry Kitson, you know, you just yeah. go, no way, I'm not going to try to top these guys. If I pencil myself, it's going to be cartoony, fun it's stuff. It's going to be a mouse yeah. because <laughs> because when I try, you know, believe me, I I I'm a t- I'm a technician is what I am. I'm a specialist. I do what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned 20 years ago, with whole, to handle a brush, to handle quills, to get textures. And I've always done that.
4: Well, you do it beautifully. Oh, thank
5: you. I, I love what I do. It's so much fun. You know, I just, I hope I can continue to do it, you know, forever, into my, into my retirement. I'm going to
4: tell a, a small story. I didn't really know who you were until my wife came home one day. My wife was working as a cosmetologist at the time. And she that's had cut a woman's right. hair. You were telling me this? And she said, My son, uh, they got talking. My son does comics. Oh, my husband collects comics. He said, Well, I'll bring you stuff in. And she she brought in and she brought home this bag full of Batman full page <laughs> artwork and books and all this stuff. And I went, Oh, this is really good. So, and
3: my my mom.
4: Yeah, your mom, your biggest promoter. Right. She comes to me every How much does she get? No. She,
5: gets, she gets nothing. A big uh, kiss from me is about all I ever give her. I don't know. But she'll come to me and she'll go, uh, Mick, Mick, I, my hairdresser, her husband is really into comics. Could you give him a little packet? <laughs> she always asks me, "Can you give him a packet?" packet. Yeah. yeah. So I just go, so I just like go through my Xeroxes. Oh, i just throw a whole bunch of stuff in. I do this all the time for her. She's like, cool. and it is. It's great. Hey, that's kind of that's publicity, you know. Oh, yeah. I love I love uh, publicizing what I do and for what it's worth, who knows. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Worked here. Well, excellent. <laughs>
4: stay on the mic. We we got to get hang out a with guest you. on the mic. We'll, we'll, absolutely. Yeah, we'll yeah, absolutely. So,
3: let's talk about comics this week, of course, the first issue of the huge, huge DC summer event Marvel Zombies Five <laughs> uh, started. <laughs> Yikes! Started. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, we did fear it was going to be that. Didn't we? I, it, and it's got the twist that uh, makes it very different. Uh, Blackest Night number one came out this week. Last week, Green Lantern forty three was the prologue, which uh, I
4: do advise. Forty three is the prologue to Zero that came out on Free Comic Book Day. So like a year ago. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, which then leads into this.
3: Mm-hmm. But I don't think you need zero. I think you just need kind of the or- the retelling last week in the prologue of Green Lantern Forty Three, sort of retelling the origin of Black Hand and setting him up as the, the chief's chief of the Black Lanterns. Did you have your ring? Did it's you in my ring? pocket. Okay. Ooh. I don't. I don't know if I can trust a man who keeps. Lan the- doesn't
4: need a ring to be
3: the avatar of death. No,
2: it's it's cool. It's just kind of bouncing around, having fun. It's all right. It's killing everything down below. Good. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Better take it out now. In
3: fact, uh, Steve told me that he was his wife well, was going to be very happy that he had a black lantern ring because it raises the dead. But uh, oh. <laughs> it was Steve, close there. it was Steve Simonetti's line, so I, uh, I got to okay. give him credit for it. You told me that earlier today. Thank you, Derek. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Where do go, Mr. Burl? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, so Rick and I had a chance to re- to re- do it, and uh, Lon skimmed it, skimmed it, and uh, so it's Jeff Johns writing, uh, Ivan Rice doing yeah. the art. At work and it's gross, macably,
4: <laughs> macably beautiful art. Wait a minute, Jeff
2: Johns did a gross, violent comic. I know, Surprise. I know. This is so no.
3: surprising on Earth, Johns. I mean, I had to go back because last week reading the prologue, it's like everything that they we're talking about Black Hand. I'm like that's not what I remember about Black Hand. And I, had, I pulled out the archive and found the first Black Hand story mm-hmm. in which, and I just think this is kind of interesting, like. This William Hand is supposed to be like only 24 or 25. Mm-hmm. And the original guy is like a 45-year-old mobster who invented this thing that stole residual Yeah, but it's Lennon the new Earth. I know. It's it's the and new Earth. Everything I, old is new but again. But I just think that's a it's an interesting cultural difference that, you know, those original books came out and everybody the heroes were older, the villains were older because yeah. it was the greatest generation They were adults. Why. I get, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of and now he's revamped as this death obsessed uh, mod emo kid? Yeah. yeah. Kind of basically See, people can relate to
4: that. Who, whose family works in the mortuary business. Yes,
3: who's like, you know, he goes he points and goes, "That's where I want to be buried, dad." Yeah. And it's like from the very beginning and then um, who's the Doug Monkey is doing the art. I don't art get along with people on the that pro- move. move. Yeah. In the prologue, Doug Monkey's doing the art, which is great. He's always been kind of just a little bit grotesque, yeah. on the edge. He's really he's a great great penciler. Love his work, but there's always something a little disturbing about it, and it's in full bore on that, so you get that. And then this this week, we get Blackest Night, number one, and the Black Lanterns rise. This yep. is just disgusting. All at it once. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, it's, it's like Michael There's Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too soon? Too, a little, maybe. Oh, okay. Just maybe. Right. Um, yeah, but he's not a Black Lantern, which is strange enough. But, not uh, yet. No, not yet. Yeah, it's probably coming. It's, they only work that in. So... Uh, Rick, any of your thoughts beyond?
4: <laughs> yeah, well, the the last issue of Green Lantern I hadn't read until the, today, and that was just over the top bloody um, mm-hmm. for a Green. I, I don't associate that type of violence and action with Green Lantern. Now, I did not read the last uh, bunch of stuff with the multicolored lantern. with the orange lantern who ripped Hal Jordan's arm off. So I didn't read that. Yeah, okay. so. I'm getting. I'm jumping in <laughs> at this point to see if I can, you know, ride this whirlwind through. Wait, wait.
2: He ripped his arm off. Yes. How did he get it back? Because willpower, it, it, the, the because, ring, because he's wielded. Got, he's
3: got the green ring and the blue ring, which is the color of hope.
2: hope. Oh, so he supercharged. And
3: his so it powers. basically it basically reattached the arm automatically. That wow. is some
4: crazy so, stuff, man. Yeah. 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 You got to believe. Wow. Indeed. Indeed. So. Uh, the the zombies are incredibly gross, and the fact that they retain some aspect of their personality, but it's twisted, is mm-hmm. really disturbing. Mm-hmm. Even probably the dialogue between Ralph and Sue Dibny, uh, who I don't think we're spoiling too much to say that they're not zombies. Not the time people, people hear this, no. Yeah. Um, and Thanks. And their, their kind of witty banter. You know what? Three days from now, Goodson, you will not
3: remember that Rick said that. Thanks. You won't remember Rick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We
4: email you daily, so you remember who we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, it's a different kind of experience. It's not like I wouldn't. It's not like I wouldn't read this, except for the fact that it's Green Lantern. It's the DC universe, and I don't expect this from the DC universe. But you know, what, I expect though?
2: this from Walking Dead. How much Green Lantern was in the Blackest Night, though? You know yeah, what I mean. How like, much is
3: green, uh, it, it really focuses on uh, green Lantern, the. the the Guardians the, by beginning with the Guardians is a horrible. They've been building this up with a with a rogue Guardian who is dedicated to this prophecy of the blackest night coming, um, and she does something very she does something very disgusting. In, in oh, the why air. it's got
2: to be a girl. Very I don't know. disgusting. It just is.
3: Mm, um, and they, but they do make a point of of anchoring it around the four Earthbound Lanterns: John Stewart and Hal Jordan, obviously Guy Gardner and uh, Kyle. Oh. And they, Kyle's they, a
2: uh, lantern again. Kyle's
3: yep. a lantern again. He's oh, okay. the uh, what do they call it? He's the soul, the conscience of the lantern. Yeah,
4: he's so the conscience. The, Guy Gardner's the bravado. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, so uh, wait, you're which, saying which, Kyle's the moral the compass? Uh, Kyle's yes. the conscience, and because um, he's the
3: sensitive artist. Now Kyle Rayner is the is basically <laughs> the Mick Gray of yes, the Green Lantern uh, uh, Corps. Look to at him going, going. Yes, yes, what he wants to do is make them all mousified. That's the way to get those zombies. Turn them into small field exactly, mice. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, and they Bop say them on that the on, the on the day that uh, – which had been sort of alluded to even before Jeff Johns uh, was that the day that, Howl, uh, that Superman died was treated as a national holiday. when he came yeah. back from the dead, it became a day that they would acknowledge – that um, other fallen heroes the fallen heroes and what it's kind of like like DC's memorial day yeah. uh, is uh, the superheroes that have fallen and the superheroes that are still alive to celebrate Heroics. Um, and it's in Coast City, which is in itself a And city you say that, that that's, that's happened
4: before, but I, as more casual, enter into the DC universe. When, I don't remember when
3: it. When Hal uh, first came back <coughs> from being Parallax and the Spectre, you didn't actually read these books. This is this confusing? Do you Yo, make it, God, it, it, it <laughs> is. I, I stopped reading a long in time fact, ago. In fact, I was thinking after reading the total revamp of Black Hand last week, I'm like, the advantage of Final Crisis is. You can once again say certain things didn't happen. You could say Hal never became parallax wow. if you wanted to. Yeah. They they, they reference that it many times. But they in keep this referencing book. I'm like, really, it would be so much easier if you just say he hadn't been. Yeah. I think, however, that we're all agreeing that he was never the <laughs> specter now because as much as I like J.M. DeMatea's work, uh, that was odd. That, that was, was an odd strange. period. Uh, Wait,
2: now I have a geek question. Oh, yes, please. If Hal's ring with the supercharger ring, the blue ring of hope, can reattach. A severed arm. Mm-hmm. Why can't he just reanimate or bring back to life these dead lan- black lanterns? Because the black lantern has already done it. No, but I mean, why mean can't as he shoot his as power real on human non-zombie? I go, think, baby go. Baby I think go. I'm going to go ahead with
3: this prediction right now that it's probably the way they're going to find it. Uh, that that it's all going to, to end because because the blue ring has this tendency to ask over and over, "What do you hope for? What do you hope for?" And All my friends we, to be alive I, uh, again. Yeah, uh, I, just want, yeah, I want world peace. I mean, that's how he actually defeated the Orange Lantern. Was he hoped for the like the need never to have to use the ring again or something? Wow. And because the Orange Lantern, of course, the color of avarice is constantly. I just want one. I want one. And and so the, the hope can never be satisfied. But how you know Jordan's? But what are you hoping he hopes for?
0: Pre-crisis continuity. Ah. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna.
3: I'm going to tell you something. So, uh, I I got the Final Crisis hardcover. So last Saturday, I read the whole thing in two sittings. Um, you know, because I had to actually pay attention to my children. <laughs> not now, wow. Wow. not now. Just because Daddy's brains are leaking out his nose oh, and ears man. does not mean anything's wrong. Um, but reading it in one sitting, I do understand a lot. Now it's possible for the hardcover; they did what they did with Infinite Crisis and re-dialogued some things oh, to, make wow. more, yeah. uh, to make it more to make it more sensible. But I actually, heard that they've
4: actually done that.
3: I, I haven't heard it either. Okay. Uh, but it, it, it may just be because there was so much distance in between issues. Reading it, yeah, you forget things. Whereas in one sitting, it's like I'm. It almost almost makes sense, mm-hmm. and <laughs> especially when you read Superman. Beyond in there as part of it. As part of that, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. makes all, especially when Superman's saying. So is this going to make sense when one, it's all said and done? I think well, this makes sense. It's just it just gross. Uh, okay. um, and I think, you know. Well, it's th- disturbing, too. Because I mean, it's, it's also. Just, it's I mean. picking up a, a couple of things that I think were established early on, even way back in Infinite Crisis, that there was a complaint, I forget which character said it, that, that, that there are forces in the universe upset that the the line between death and life is a revolving door. Jason Todd being revived basically by continuity punches. I know this is going to be startling to you, but that's really what their explanation was. Um, <laughs> that someone punched a hole in reality so hard that Jason Todd came back to life in his coffin. Um, wow. And, so, and they would never really explained that. And whether he's dead again, I, I don't know. But that, you know, they, they hadn't addressed an infinite crisis that complained about the revolving door. So this yeah. is what this is. Death is now upset. That so many have escaped, and so it's reviving those that haven't come back to bring those back down. So Superman is a prime target because he's been dead and come, come back to life.
2: But I thought he was never officially dead.
3: Everybody thought he was. And actually, in that original storyline, yes, his soul mm-hmm. had started to travel to the afterlife. And the first time Jonathan Kent right. had a heart attack, he had an out-of-body experience and pulled right. kal soul back. So it's a it's a little known it's like people kinda bleeped over that as music so death anyway? But the great thing about Jeff Johns is is honestly Jeff Johns does not forget any of those things and he includes all that. Yeah. He's a Zorlak who's done good, it's just that he writes very grotesque stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we're talking about is it appropriate for kids? No. I was even looking at Final Crisis and my son kinda like looked at he's five, was kinda looking over and I said, Boom, just because there's Superman on the cover doesn't mean it's for you and that's yeah. really hard that is. to explain. Mm-hmm. And exactly
2: cuz i mean you were trying to show him that uh, superman playgirl issue right and that was just
0: <laughs> ah, that's some great, great i'm articles. sorry what
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: same, thing, all, huh? same thing same uh-huh. thing with the joker i mean yeah, the joker's yeah, yeah. kind of a goofy character you know yeah not in my, the book i worked on no yeah. You know, I mean, God. Well, they
4: tried to explain that too. So yeah,
3: well, Grant, see, Grant Morrison tried to explain that. Yeah, so pretty
2: much after the Heath Ledger thing, I don't think the Joker's ever right. gone back to. Happy yeah, no one it.
3: is ever going to, except for
4: that Brave and the Bold episode with the Joker. Did you finally red. see Batmite on Brave and the Bold? I still have not seen the Batmite. I want to see. They've episode. got they've got the old classic Joker in a scene in that. Oh, it's cool. like all the I love old that Batman, stuff. all the really old Batman characters chasing in one scene. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I Highly games. recommend you uh, I will, I will sit by your s- T V until I'll you see that, that episode. one. Yeah. Well
3: it actually it is um recommended on our D V R to just record whatever showings of Brave and the Bold and then we kinda of call through each yeah. week to see if that comes back up. So yeah. I've got a program. Mine just for that recorded it just dodgers. recently. So. so okay. Well I haven't been home in a couple okay. of days. We'll see. It's a cool show. Yeah, like his that. did it, yeah, Derek. What's wrong with yours? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's You'll love it. It being taken up a duck dodgers episode. Do we have any more comics? Yeah. Walking dead. Uh, no, it's not so much. We just had John. I haven't Biden. read it yet, but. No, but it's, but uh, Image is doing. Are my what comics
2: I th- back over there? Uh, maybe. Uh.
3: Uh, Image is doing what I think may be a first for them, which is uh, a, a flip book. For those who did not get the first second. Animated f- flip book? No, movie? no, no. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, uh, more like an ace double. Half and ace half. double the, you know, flip over. Uh. That for those who didn't get the first, second, or third printings of Chew, number one. It is now on oh, the, the flip side, side of. Uh, if you Dead. found my
2: comics, we could show it to Rick, but I don't know. Uh,
3: that would have. To, uh, are
2: they under? I just don't want them to be under your bag getting trashed. Well, I'm
3: totally trashing right? there they are.
2: Thanks. Awesome. Did it we right. refer to that as pressing your comics.
3: Yeah, right. It, it just like Keep a leaf flat. Do yeah, you want starch
4: in your uh, comics, Mister Lopez? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Yeah,
3: no. He 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 so, so it flips over to be Chew number one. That is one thick book. There you go. And what's the price on that? That, that
4: book costs you two dollars ninety nine cents. Wow. What a bargain. Wow. Of that your hard a money, What yeah. a bargain. What wow. uh, you know,
3: and this is i like to see efforts like this. So it's a full length Chew in here. A mm-hmm. on full side. reprint of the first issue of Chew. Wow. And uh, and, then, uh, they, and then the latest got, issue of the latest dead. issue of Walking Dead. So it's kind of the you know the chewing dead.
4: And now go chewing out and get dead. the first issue in full color, and it's second printing. Oh, right. So there you go. The shoe, this is black and white. Chew is in black and white, but, but so is the rest but of so walking, walking Dead. God, so it makes sense. You know, Walking people read Walking Dead. Aren't, they're not really ready for color right away. No, no. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, they're, into the other that would be too lines. startling. Um, yeah, just flip over to read Chew. They mean the magazine, not yes, you. Yes, I, I like the
3: uh, I, I like the effort. This and, and Vertigo has been doing this a lot with offering dollar first issues of uh, Greek Street from Peter Milligan came out a couple know, of weeks the, ago. Was that, the writers or whatever it was that uh, uh, the unwritten unwritten the unwritten yeah. great way to get, you know for a buck. I don't know if I'm going to continue with Greek Street, but for a buck, it was worth taking that d- that <laughs> dive into it, like 28 or 29 pages. Oh. It's, Mm-hmm. It's just Extra good cross
2: promotion. It's smart. Really Makes good, sense. Yeah. Can't good go deal. wrong, yeah. What's next? I mean, it's worked for Crack
3: dealers for years. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I don't know. Give like, it away and people, people will get it. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, it's worked for this. Oh. <laughs> oh well, uh, let's stay conspiracy. out of that politics. How about so falling back to my Black how Panther about days. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a picture of you <laughs> as a Black Panther. Um, with the beard, Chris, you better with the cool beard, beard. <laughs> five the O, five O's around. outside. Yeah, uh, and the first issue of Boom Studios' "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" Uh, adaptation, Boom. Uh, which is taken directly from the text of Philip K. Dick, with art by and I can't remember the guy's name,
2: but uh, K. Phil Dillop is his name? No, Good no, name. Tony oh, okay. Parker,
3: Tony Parker. Oh, Colors right. by Blonde. I don't know who that is, but uh, Tony Parker did a great job, although some people sitting near this table uh, had some problems with the disparate between, uh, between there was the art com- and the description. There's
4: a comment, because this does come directly from the text of the novel, and, yeah. and it does appear that the artist didn't read what they had written. That's possible, so. but
3: that's okay. It's still beautiful. It's a great way to, to sucker people who have not read Philip K. Dick the co- young comic book fans, right? I thought the really cool thing about this—I don't know what the cover price is now on that. 3 dollars three ninety-nine, three ninety-nine, and this is cover, wow. a. And it's cover of a, a. it's kind of—it's almost a
4: square. It is a square
3: bound, right? Yeah, yeah. it is a square bound. There'll be twenty-four issues, adapting the text fully, and at least for the first two issues, there's also a, a lengthy essay in the back from a popular creator. So Warren Ellis has written the uh, on the history and importance of, of Philip K. Dick and the novel. Yeah. Uh, and 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 that's awesome. Next issue, Matt Fraction's going to write uh, has an essay. Wow! Uh, so I don't know how long they're going to find twenty four luminaries. They may not. They'll find something else. To do. Maybe they'll be. You'll be writing in there. Oh, gee, I know nice.
2: a six time Hugo nominee that could probably write something. That will hurt my soul. Oh. Actually,
0: you know, I know the guy who they would ask to write it would be a buddy of mine by the name of Tim Powers, who is one of the uh, ah, Phil K. Writers. Dick's writers. Uh, yeah. Mentees, basically. Oh, okay. Um, and this is um, done with the, cooperation, uh, yeah.
3: with the cooperation and, I guess, assistance of the uh, of Philip K. Dick's daughter. Who and owns-
0: Phil- Philip Kiddick, by the way, is is really hot right now, has been for the past about decade, um, after going through a lifetime where he really wasn't that big in the yeah. U.S. Well,
3: and, but the thing I'm going to say is, again, and there's a good reason for why he's hot now, because everybody's realized he got too much of it right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you read this and then you go, "Okay, not necessarily this story, but some, a lot of stuff." No, I think we I, I think he's made it. It's more science fictional. But yeah. you know, having a mood altering computer device, how far off is that from medication? You know, I, yeah, but
4: my computer device. Alters my mood to rage.
3: Okay, um, and really, <laughs> a, a, and really, the the mercerism, the idea of the empathy machine. It, I mean, it's a video game. It's port it's it's portrayed that way by by Tony Parker. Sure. But but it's all, but it's that's not a stretch to say we are. Although I think honestly, we're kind of the video games probably have the opposite effect. They kind of lessen our empathy. There you go. <laughs> but but it's interesting. And on a week in which I've been listening to the. Sotomayor uh, confirmation hearings in which the word empathy is being thrown around every other sentence and reading this about one of the the crucial things about how do you tell whether they're androids or not is do they have empathy? Do we understand empathy? And I'm going, wow, and our society doesn't get what that is at all clearly because it's been the most misused word in the media this week. Uh, It couldn't be more timely released and it couldn't be a more Accurate book. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You go I'll, I'll to a dinner off. party that
0: consists entirely of boiled dog. Okay. No one's seen Blade Runner here. Great. Uh, no, I, a, we have seen Blade Runner. There's a turtle on the road. You're it's
3: like but you're not turning it over, Leonard. Why aren't you? Why aren't you helping it? Um, so, yeah. I, I thought it was great. Uh, a great debut. Uh, gorgeous. Boom has been doing a lot of great uh, – well, we know Boom's been making a lot of great moves. In fact, Boom just announced they, they snagged uh, one of Diamond's best field reps to be their direct rep. Uh, Jenny Christopher is now working with them to. Uh, she's left Diamond. She's working full time for Boom to uh, get them into bookstores and work with with, uh, with regular mainstream book publishers to get the distribution to places other than comic shops yep. as well. And that's it's one of the ways no, that uh, that comics have to go. Now,
4: are they, are they doing trades of their stuff much? Yes, they do. They do. Okay. And, in
3: fact, I can also say Boom will be at Comic-Con with exclusive hardcovers of their first three Disney books, The oh. Muppet Show, uh, Incredibles, and, Car, the, and Cars, wow. The Rookie. The Muppet
4: Show's been out long enough that they have enough for hardback. They have four issues for that, and the artist will be there. The
3: writer-artist Roger Langridge will be there signing. The books wow. and uh, and I Muppet don't know th- that seems a little light for a hardback as four issues. I'm sorry. Well, you know Anna. it's exclusive. It's a small print run. <laughs> it's very bad. It's, a, it's a small Frampton's print run. Frampton. You called it oh, for right. the con, and then they've already split. I don't know if you know that. Boom's already split out and done a Muppets yeah. Robin Hood and a Muppets. Um, I can't remember what the other fairy tale is, but they're doing another children's story Muppet version as well. So uh, they're going gangbusters with their with their okay. Disney books. So. Hmm. Yeah, I guess this. Would be and I've never heard of the company, so you're you're just blowing me away with this. Company.
5: With boom, well, yeah. boom's they sound been pretty cool,
3: boom's yeah. been around for about four years, and uh, two years ago, Mark Wade. You're familiar with yeah, Mark? Yeah, I just noticed his name on it. Uh, Mark Wade became editor in chief two years ago, and are uh, they the ones supposed to do the Doc Savage stuff? No, DC's got Doc mm-hmm. Savage. Oh, DC's yeah. got Doc Savage. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, so they've been around for about four, and most of their stuff originally had been kind of things that were going to be. There were miniseries that were clearly packaged for Hollywood consumption, and now it's they've gone and done a lot of licensing. They've got all the Disney stuff. Um, they are, they're they've got diehards. They've just signed a deal with 20th Century Fox. They're going to be doing some Fox uh, IPs, and uh, and then again, and their their own original stuff is is going well. But they've got such a great kids line. I I, I advise, advise you afterwards. Yeah. Look through for the Muppet Show because if you were a fan of the Muppet Show, the comic book actually reads, like, which I thought was an impossibility. But it actually reads like it, like an episode of the Muppet Show.
4: Great, single page, faster. single page gags, one after another. But still with a plot. It yeah. still
3: has an uh, has an arc throughout the whole thing. It's too cool, it's amazing. So I would like to sit down with Roger Langridge because he was just I don't know how he captured that. He just it's great his name, on so paper. I understand that. Thanks. You know how he did out. it. Boom, just like that. The boom, Just like that. there we go. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, let's see, comics related to go with the uh, say the uh, online role-playing game. Champions. Champions. We talked about it last, uh, we about it last week. The Champions beta is open again. So, the public beta opens this week? Is it? Cause it uh, I just saw the email before I headed over here, and I didn't really get a chance to read I too it. much. had it up
4: in front of me, and my computer was gone to sleep.
3: Were you a role-playing
4: game guy, Mick?
3: No. <laughs> Are you now? No. Oh. Uh <laughs> will
0: you be in the future?
3: Nada. Uh what was the last platform you played on Atari 2600? Uh, I used to play uh, Space Invaders. Yeah, yeah. okay. I was okay. pretty good at that. Uh, Space Invaders.
5: Great. Yep. Okay. My my daughter's much better than me, believe me. And and what's, I, that's and the thing. Kids are born with this stuff.
3: And what system did you buy for your daughter? Well,
5: well she's got she's got a uh, we have a Mac and she she we also have a
3: uh, a laptop of IBM laptop. Oh, so she's, so Max is has a best, she's best game. game. She's a PC gamer. She she's, a, she's, she's hardcore. Into that, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Wait, did you just say that? <laughs>
4: no.
0: Because <laughs> I, I hear Redmond is sending a letter to you right <laughs> this moment.
4: Now you've heard. You've seen that video where the guy says, uh, I, I, "I used to play games on the PC, but they were too." <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I've got to send that to you. What's the sound I, effect I for that, that movie? I don't know, but he's going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the yeah.
3: Champions, uh, if you want to sign up for the be- apply for the beta, champion, uh, it's www.champions-online.com. And uh, as we've discussed before, it was the first, I guess, superhero-based role-playing game. Created its own little universe uh, in
4: the 80s, right? And it it. it Arguably may not have been the first, but it was certainly the most prolific and, and accepted. Huge. And, and it did have, as Chris and I discussed, the first or second most fun generation um, method for a role-playing game. You could build just about anything you wanted to. Even characters, you'd get a certain number of points and you could build like a superhero or you buy somebody, You could buy guns and gadgets and stuff and just make it a regular human. You know,
5: I kind of remember that. Yeah, and there was yeah. a people short... talking about it. And I remember somebody showing me something like that. But
4: and there was a short-lived.
3: Uh, I can't remember which company. I think AC American Comics. There was a comic did book a, did for a, a, a while. comic book for a while. Yeah, and now Cryptic Studios will be launching this in September officially. Um, along with, I'm not sure when the Star Trek Online role-playing yeah. game goes goes live. A little but
0: later. I think it's January was the time. Okay. Time, the okay. Rumors.
3: Uh, set in the uh, classic continuity yeah. uh, <laughs> after. After Spock accidentally let Romulus blow up. Uh, so uh, They say these but zones Well we don't have
4: the beta open for that yet, but hopefully if we do a nice job covering I this, I think they're we will. being figured they're saying these zones are now opened up to your readers, because this is a press that we got okay. directly. So I think it means that in, when it's open when the uh, beta opens, but you can go and register now for the beta. And please do. It looks it looks great. Um, I'm going to have to go with as much as I enjoyed playing City of Heroes in its heyday. Uh, I think Champions uh, does top that. The art and the videos they have for this. Uh, I played Champion. I played uh, City of Heroes in a free weekend where they enticed me back for a weekend. It took me like oh, yes. twelve hours to download the software again from their servers. Yeah, uh, I had that problem once, and it looked it looked pretty <laughs> much just the same as it did before. This stuff looks so much better. It is in
3: fact it is too powerful for the current computer I have, so I need to.
2: You know, you bring up a good point about uh, old video games and stuff like that are new again or whatever. You know, mm-hmm.
0: that that's what I, that's my entire job pretty Cause much. Cuz did
2: you hear how's that working out for you? Go on, Lon. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to segue <laughs> us out of this. Okay, uh, cuz I did you hear what old 80s video game is getting a movie treatment? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Wait, awesome. No, tell me. Asteroids. Oh. <laughs> I yes. did hear that. And Asteroids. Really?
3: I, are we so desperate for name recognition in Hollywood that we've got to go with Asteroids? If they're doing Candyland. I best, know. <laughs> yeah. The best Asteroids line is, ever. is so much more deep in On the story the Simpsons? Line. With, but I'll uh, bet Candyland could be just really um, rough and tumble. It'd that would be, be very colorful. Really, uh, yeah. That would be a.
0: You get cut going down Licorice Lane, my friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, Asteroid has the classic Simpsons line, of did course. Did you really of, say that? Uh, Licorice I Lane. very yeah, good. good. Yeah, yeah uh, of course, uh, you tell that to the brave men and women of the SS Triangle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm just, excited. I, I mean, the it's, it, it's video game is basically an hour and a half of that great sequence of Empire Strikes Back, I guess. There is a feature film version of Pong. I'm sorry.
0: There's a feature film no, version of Pong that was shown at, I think it was the Ann Arbor Film Festival, which was literally someone hooked up their Pong to their computer and taped an hour and 45 minutes of
3: Pong. Was there at least a narrative going on, where was like dialogue? No, nothing? no, nothing. It was just beep, 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 Chris, beep. Even your life is too short for
4: this. You know, that's just an intelligence test. I have never seen
3: it. I have heard that
0: it got a standing ovation afterwards. That they had an audience that understood what the filmmaker
4: was doing, and they were all arrested afterwards for possession <laughs> yeah. of narcotics. And there goes that not, transition right in uh, the toilet. The
3: round acid. Let's go into movies then, Lon. You know what else is being there? Uh, Universal Studios announced this week they picked up Fear Agent. Which is a Rick Remender book uh, Mm -hmm. that had been originally, I think, with Image and then switched over to Dark Horse. So part of a first-look deal that Universal set up with Dark Horse after uh, Hellboy 2... The Golden Army, and so the first thing they're looking at to develop is Fear so, Engine, which is a really cool book.
4: For people who don't know, it's a science fiction, outer space-based thing. It's a lot of the art and it's the stuff. It's a hardcore stuff. space opera. Well, it's, it's a lot of it is reminiscent of the old Wally Wood-style comics where he would have the big bubble helmets and the tubes running awesome. out of it. To the air tanks on the back kind of stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and he is the, I I think originally although some timeline things changed, he was originally the last survivor of Earth yeah there had been a line a whole there was a whole time travel of thing or, he yeah. had failed he was the last survivor. So he's kind of a drunken hillbilly with a ray gun, and uh, it's kind of awesome. Bill Clinton. Uh, (laughs) It was
4: actually he had to get drunk to be good. He was not good if he was sober.
3: Now it's still a long ways off. I mean, but that's it was at least announced that they're they don't have anybody attached to it, but it's definitely the the project that Universal is looking to develop next in comics. How far off we are, I don't know. Last week when we. We're podcasting. So last Wednesday night, there were, we, there were, the internet was a buzz about Justin Timberlake having screen tested to play Hal Jordan. Well, it's okay, Mick, because Jesus as well. always <laughs> happens, we finish podcasting and then, like a day or two after, when it's too late to go back in and edit, the truth comes out. Luckily, they, they had indeed uh, screen tested JT. I think we can call him that. Yeah. Uh, but they chose Ryan Reynolds. Good choice. So, Ryan, I, I agree with... I don't think Lon's as happy with that choice as I as I am, but...
2: No, uh, I mean, out of the three they picked, I mean, yeah. he'll do great. Right, because the third guy was the guy... I, I just have the mental block. Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper. Oh, yeah. yeah. From The Hangover. Bleh. Who I actually think would have surprised you. No! I actually think...
0: He, he's Vince Vaughn, though. I mean,
2: he, no, he's, he's a guy who's been trying no, to do all these no. things, and when he gets
3: back to comedy, he's a comedian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and what, the guy that they picked, Ryan Reynolds. That name, what it was? He is curr- Van I, like, Wilder. Van Wilder. Uh, he is current. Uh, two guys, a girl in a pizza place. I knew that would okay. make him. <laughs> uh, yeah. I knew that would make him cringe. And uh, no, most recently he's currently in theaters with a the Sandra Bullock. What's that called the the <laughs> proposal? The proposal. proposal. Okay. Now yeah. I know who you're talking. But about. so importantly, also he was Hannibal King in Blade uh, Trinity.
0: Uh, and in uh, wasn't he in uh, the new X Men? movie? Yes, he was in Wolverine. He was oh, Deadpool.
3: Right. He was Deadpool in in Wolverine. And the yeah, big thing so was starting he was, to get the superhero. There you go. Happening. Yeah,
2: but yeah. let's just say though, this him getting this franchise most likely kills the Deadpool movie. And do you really think that's a bad thing? Mm, at this point, after seeing Wolverine, no. No,
3: <laughs> you know, I mean, I would have been okay with the Deadpool movie. I like Deadpool as a character, and I like, but everything about I thought
4: that Deadpool was one of the better characters in that movie. I liked before they because uh, it was Ryan Reynolds before he had his mouth sewn up. Uh, I thought his dialogue was pretty good. Yeah.
3: So, uh, I. The thing is, I think there's a lot there's a lot more solid about making Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers already has a script. They already have a director, Martin Campbell, who had uh, done several James Bond films. He's definitely going to be a, a Green Master Lantern
4: younger than we're used to. He's yeah. in his early 30s. He still comes across as younger than... He does. That day. is true. Yeah. But
3: then this sort of Brian Singer's theory when he... Well, not miscast because Brennan Routh was good at just a bad movie, Superman Returns, that... If you are going for a franchise, you want to cast somebody – I know Robert Downey Jr. disproves this, but you want to cast somebody younger they can play so they can play him for a while. If you lock him into three movies, and especially that special effects heavy – it's going to be a while before you finish up that trilogy.
4: Yeah, another ten years. Everybody, they'll have the whole body modeled. They'll just be able to. I know.
3: You, nobody will need to act anymore. Exactly. Who's been reading their Philip K.
0: Dick recently, exactly. <laughs> or American
3: exactly. Flag, Trump the Amorphography, yep.
0: or uh, the uh, what is it, Not Mike Hammer. The Mike, uh, the Mickey Spillane comic that he did. That was exactly that. It was based What's in the future. I can't in, remember what the name yeah, of it. Yeah, it was Mike something or other.
3: Mike Danger. Mike no. Danger. Yeah. So. Um, yes, isn't yes, that the yeah.
5: way the Spider-Man movies are made? Anyways, already.
3: It, is. it is. oh, yeah. Uh, isn't uh, it? That's I mean, why they occasionally they show a guy's face. That's why occasionally should... you have yeah. to rip his mask off <laughs> so that uh, they can so run they people go... high. To McGuire here, getting paid ten million dollars to so to watch them render me <laughs> to inhale. Um, you know, you so the future already. Yeah, so I don't know. The thing, the thing that kind of stunned, the sad for me is that going again after seeing the Wonder Woman animated mm-hmm. and everything that I'm seeing about First Flight is basically. Finally, the DC Universe animated films have kind of hit their stride, and everything's going to be shallow, kind of compared to what I think First Flight's going to be, uh, which will be premiering next week at Comic Con on uh, Thursday night. Uh, showing the group, the Magic Mailbox will be delivering it very shortly. Um, sorry. Um, and, uh, you know, because the Wonder Woman thing is, like, why make a live action Wonder Woman now? Although you have to. When they conquered, they finally broke the story in a way that wow, that's a really great. That was kick. That yeah. Was yeah, you saw Really, that.
5: really great. Yeah,
3: oh. that. You know, and, and not all Everything the animated had doing. been that way. Yeah, yeah.
5: All those things. I mean, don't, the Doomsday one didn't really. The Doomsday <coughs> one was a little
3: light. <coughs> yeah, that we were not do- as big fans of <coughs> that. But the other but stuff that they've been doing is the new high frontier. Awesome. Yeah. New frontier was yeah. awesome. Oh, I love that. It's my yeah. favorite thing. And uh, yeah, and so. And I'm sure the Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, which will also have a panel at uh, Comic-Con, is going to kick. Mm. You know, So I, I feel like a Green Lantern is going to be, oh, he's live now. Great. Yeah. When, but it's not going to be as...
2: Have you uh, you played the uh, Mortal Kombat DC? I did. Right? You and I, went,
3: we had a special evening where we played so Mortal Kombat versus DC the, Universe. Uh,
2: the Green Lantern like costume in that uh, was comic... Was more like First Flight, was, yes. Well, no, not so much First Flight. It was more like designed to where you could believe it in the real world, so... Yeah, but
3: that's what First Flight, that's how their costume the oh, design really? there is. It's a flight... You know, I was actually, again, right. coming through Gil, uh, the the archives, and it, it actually is, Gil Kane played with that, but not in a Green Lantern form, but had Hal Jordan wearing that as a test pilot. Mm-hmm. The ribbed, everything, and it's, like, padded, and it makes sense. Right, so, but, I
2: mean, that's kind of... If they do the costume, anything like that video game, I, it would totally be believable. So. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, another casting thing, which which rock people thought was happening in a film adaptation, is that Natalie Portman has joined the cast of Thor as Jane Foster. Yep. Sweet. The chick who works out all the time? I don't know what joke you're trying to make there. Uh, Jane, Jane. Fonda. Oh Jane oh. Fonda. I'm oh, sorry. Yes. Oh. They shoot horses, don't they? Hanoi Jane. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm familiar with those. I don't think he's familiar with Barbarella. Uh, Barbarella. That's uh, the extent of it. Uh, Henry Fonda's daughter, you're familiar? That uh, chick. Yeah. China syndrome. Bridget Fonda's aunt. Uh, what do they call her? <laughs> the, the, the Vietnam chick? Yes, Saigon Jane. Yes. Saigon Kick? Is that
0: what
3: they uh, say? Saigon Lawn is what uh, he was called. Uh, yeah, Jane Foster, and why, know, this is, Joe. why this is controversial is that Marvel has let it be thought, at least, that all along the screenplay and why they had ca- had brought in cast, why they brought in Kenneth Branagh as the director was because of his uh, facility with Shakespearean dialogue. Mm-hmm. Was the whole thing was going to take place in Asgard, and that Don Blake would it's not be part. It's
2: of- Asgard. Oh Asgard? snap! He totally—you oh, got got you. You just said Asgard. <laughs> Asgard. <laughs> Asgard.
5: Oz I think it is Asgard, Tomato, tomato. Is it green? I just don't uh, want you to say Asgard anymore. That's what okay. I'm
2: saying. <laughs> he, he has, has a, a problem with injury. that Asgard. Ozgard. He's
3: He's so phobic. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he saw
3: Bruno last week, and he's been oh, scarred by man. the whole thing. I'm just thing. trying to keep an eye anyway, out on I your... Could... Osgard. Osgard. Hey, we thought it was all going to take place in Osgard, but with Jane Foster, it can't because, obviously, she's a human nurse. Well, she's at least part Dom of it's got to take place
4: on her. Maybe
0: Earth. it's Yana Foster. No, well, but if, if you... She's <laughs> Yana Foster.
3: Well, if Jessica Biel, as rumored to be in Jessica. talks to play either Sif or the Enchantress, nobody knows she's supposed to play an Osgardian goddess... Um, then that could be an interesting love triangle. No, but the,
2: in the press release for announcing, they uh, had a,
3: they had a phonetic pronunciation. No, no. no in I, the press I,
2: release, <laughs> <laughs> in the press release announcing uh, what's her name, uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah, they gave the brief district the description, and of it's the, the film. first
3: time that it said that it's basically Thor on Earth, which right. is everybody's right, been believing it been, was going to be in the, the past. So. Uh, who is Chris and they're basically Hems-day? following
2: his first like Marvel story, which is mm-hmm. he was arrogant. Odin right. punished him. Sent I want
3: men from Saturn, dumb Men from Saturn. Come yeah, on, I don't man. think so. We're, you don't, we're not, not going to get those. Really, no. are they from Asgard? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they're from Saturn. Saturn. Asgard, Saturn. Uh-huh. Okay, they're really from Uranus. Uranus. I was, <laughs> like, <laughs> going there. I was totally hoping we
0: wouldn't go there. Wow. I had to. Anyway, he
3: saved that for a closer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that ended it.
2: Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, what's, what's next? Wait, wait, before we move on from that, though, you are you a Thor guy? What was the relationship Jane Foster to Thor? I mean, Donald Blake's
4: she was Donald, she was Donald Blake's nurse.
3: Nurse, and they had a, the typical 60s Marvel soap opera thing of they pined for each other secretly. But, yet he but Donald Blake was lame. Uh, <laughs> I mean, literally. Meaning he literally had, he a, had, bum leg, a, he had a bum leg and he walked with a cane that he would tap on the ground and turn into the mighty Thor. Yes, sort so. of like that Thor frog has a little. splinter. Would you stop doing that,
2: please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. come oh, <laughs> <swine>. on. <laughs> you want to
3: say goodbye to the Vanilli Vanilli? Okay. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, so who knows? Uh, if they are including Donald Blake, I don't know how they're. It, how they're they haven't announced somebody to be that separate person. No. So how they're going to Ed, make... Ed Norton's going to be uh, Donald Blake. <laughs> George Hemdale, is that his name? The guy that. Uh, no. Chris Hemdale, who was uh, it? George Kirk in Star Trek? Oh, Chris Thor! Oh no, George! No, no, the guy who played his father is Thor. His Uh, name's Hemdale? Yeah, Yeah. isn't
2: that the keeper of the Rainbow Bridge? Heimdall. Heimdall. Heimdall? Had to put that together. Very good.
3: (laughs) Crazy. Um, And every time I watch True Blood, I'm still thinking that Alexander Skarsgard should have been. Should have been. Nah, uh, he's he's too Euro trash. And Thor isn't hello. Uh, He's, that, that has I, the
0: greatest dialogue in ever. Is True Blood. I have yeah. to say.
3: Yeah, so but God punishes. But the let's, not <laughs> let's not rush ahead. Let's not rush ahead. The other thing is, uh, while you gained somebody for Green Lantern, you lost somebody for Green Hornet this week. Stephen Chow oh. was officially announced. Didn't I predict that? Film's that film's never going to get made. As not. No, it's set for two thousand ten. Yeah. No, but uh, what, did you? Did you wonder actually, if you look on Craigslist, you could actually uh, audition to play. Cato. You can't really, but it's... Just... Yeah, did you read the announcement? <laughs> uh,
0: the announcement on Craigslist actually says, uh, <laughs> "On uh,
3: Craigslist,
0: on Craigslist." No, I am not kidding. I was, I was kidding, and it's true. <laughs> Dang um, it! So, blah blah blah, uh, to play Cato, the uh, martial arts sidekick of the Green Hornet, and then down at the bottom it says, "No the martial North arts experience, experience
3: necessary."
4: necessary. <laughs> Because we're just <laughs> going to CG it.
3: We're just going to
2: go ahead. Maybe that's it. Um, no, but I would like, if Stephanie's listening, I would like her to go through the archives and, f- and find Rodriguez. the episode where I basically predicted Stephen Chow. I think you not predicted it that was just last week. I don't think No, you did no, do. no, no, no. Yeah. This was like when they first announced he was going to be on it. You didn't I'm think like, he was going to make it? I was like, he's not finishing it. He's not going to be on you it. You know
0: who I want to be, Kato? Maggie Q. I'm Ooh, for that'd, it. That'd be
3: you hot. know, we did this bit last week. I'm totally for it. I'm just saying. No, she would make a great Cato. Make a great Kato. We said
2: Lucy Liu though. Yeah, last we week. said Lucy Liu. Yeah, week. but maybe you, Lucy, you better. Oh, hell yeah! They could do that. And uh, I would say well, go that way. In
3: the now comics thing, that was one of the things they had to. Well, actually, they were sued by uh, Bruce Lee's estate or something. They tried to make. Uh, they introduced a female Cato, Cato's niece. So that was a long run until Bruce Lee's estate said, or or the Rather Corporation, whoever owned Green Hornets, made them put. The Bruce Lee version back in hmm. What? Yeah, They don't own that No but they wanted it to be So that you would have Kind of an association With the way it had been You know who was also One of the uh, one of Even the, though it wasn't The same Green Hornet It was like another Great Nephew More disco hate it. it's never, the, I, the One of the stunt doomed. guys
0: For Bruce Lee Who was standing occasionally mm-hmm. Was Harry Fujiwara Who's better known as Mr. Fuji
3: Right And so he is still He is still around Put him in the role <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. All eighty-six years of it. We'll see. Um, do we want to talk about Harry Potter and the? I don't. I, I, I could can't. Care have less. Blood Prince. I, I haven't ahead. seen it yet.
4: So many you're people. Talk about many
3: it. people could care less. Many people couldn't. Although care more. I
2: heard a lot of people were lining up and dressing up. Huge. and
0: I had to see it at three fifteen this morning.
2: I, wait. Can I just ask though? I, I saw the first two movies mm-hmm. and uh, I stopped. Mm-hmm. But yeah, can used, I just can I just guess? Um, he gets in some kind of trouble. He plays a quidditch match. Um, you he are wrong. Uh, fights a demon. at the, I don't. Know. I mean, they all. Uh, you seem are so same. wrong. First okay. of all, in this one, he coaches. <laughs> 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 he coaches. Yes. Uh, um,
3: I say you stopped. See, it just a, seems you like the wrong All point. the movies you the follow point. the same format. All though. the books do. Remember the uh, okay. books? Those things without pictures. Yeah. Like, and print? let me say, who this, needs though.
0: them? Let me say this though: uh, having seen it at three fifty in the morning, so I was at my mental. Uh, Best, yes. Wow.
4: Chris came out thinking he was Harry <laughs> <Peter> Potter.
0: Potter. <laughs> wow. Yes, um, well,
3: since one of his brethren was killed in the first movie, yes,
0: and apparently I am their replacement for Hagrid if Robbie Coltrane finally gets that heart attack. Um, the uh, <laughs> the big thing I will about this I see the good. resemblance <laughs> <laughs> is that I do now. and she was right. <laughs> um, the Harry Potter books are are one of the few things that you can actually do this with. Is you can do a movie which completely slashes and burns at it and it it cuts huge tracks, cuts characters, cuts important segments, uh, cuts out one of the most important scenes of the book that actually has wide-ranging repercussions in In the the last book Mm -hmm. and yet still be a fantastic film and it it, it requires that sort of seeping in. And the, audi- the audience at the screening I was at, there That's were about... That's how
3: I felt about Bridges of Madison County. Wow. Yeah. There were
0: about 100 of us in the theater that I was in because it was 3.15 in the freaking morning. and Did you get a good seat? I I did. <laughs> were you good. dressed
4: like a wizard? He always is. <laughs> he I was like... I was dressed like, the, like a dirty wizard. <laughs> I literally wizard. <laughs> was like the
0: slacker Hagrid. Um, it, was it was amazing. Kind of <laughs> drugging a dead animal. <laughs> there was a... Five minute no joke standing ovation. Oh,
2: and it was. I think that's successful. Wait a minute. This was at seven in the morning, though, Three right? 15. This is about. This is about. Are you sure they weren't just yawning and stretching? Oh no, out or they were just sobering up. Oh. It was
3: <laughs> crazy. It was as crazy as the Twilight. Preview no, that I would I went agree. To. At the tri- at the screening that I went to Monday night, it was. There were people going absolutely nuts. I mean, and it is. in this, com- and I'll, we'll tie this into Comic Con. Is that there's been a huge complaint from hardcore Comic Con fans. Mm-hmm. That they're going to have trouble getting to Hall H because of the new moon presentation and all these girls are <laughs> yes. going. I'm like, okay, for years, the complaint has been that girls are not fans of things. <laughs> <laughs> and now <laughs> they finally are, and now we're bitter because yeah. now we can't. There's too because many many girls I want to <laughs> <wanna> see Avatar. I want to see Avatar. I want to say Shark Boy, whatever his name is, uh, who is in New, mo- new you know, and, and so, and, and it's funny they are responding like that. I mean, yeah. they the so Harry wait, Potter screening, people were just girls were just woo, every time Dan- Daniel Radcliffe walked by, you could just, just the slightest ripple of a pectoral muscle, you could hear sobbing. At
4: the
0: at the peak. That is excessive. It was insane. No, and it wasn't no, just because girls. because I think it's also true that some people <laughs> are going to be... Solving it
4: solving. was Chris. I will,
0: not, I will not deny I did wipe a tear or two, but uh, there was a jerk two seats over. But, but what I thought
3: was <laughs> what it was at least that the movie started to do and then kind of dropped, but then so did J.K. Rowling. Um, aside from the effect, because they say the trailer, this is the one where his world collides with ours. Yes, in the first chapter of the book, it did, and then got dropped, and I was... But I'd forgotten that. And in the first five minutes of the movie, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. We're going to see real-world consequences. And the interesting thing, though, now, as you pay attention, Daniel Radcliffe has kind of that effect on his on people around him that Harry Potter does in. And so at least there's an artistic thing of everywhere Daniel Radcliffe goes, people know who he is, and he's got to be sick of it, ah. as Harry Potter is. And they, and. The thing that I liked best about it from the outset was it takes – it starts like three minutes after the last one ended, which is different from the way the book did. Yeah. And so yeah. it kind of broke the formula and is saying you know, now they have – with one director, one screenwriter taking it all the way through to the end, you can actually create your own narrative that acknowledges so J.K. Is, Rowling's. So is it good? I enjoyed it I, I thought it was really good I am not going as nuts as the people that are suggesting that it's going to get a be- Best Picture uh, a nomination no, because saying, there's ten. Now there are 10 I think it will Worth I ten. don't think it's the best of it still the best of the films to me is The Prisoner of Azkaban the one Alfonso Cuarón did that didn't come out yeah. this year Azkaban. Yeah.
5: I just watched the last one Alfonso okay. was like the, one of the worst films I've seen in a long time The Order of the Phoenix I liked it I, I thought, thought there it. was
3: non-existent. I think I once you're into no a, the problem is that
0: it it was it was again it was the first time that they really yeah. slashed and burned it, because everyone had the story, and they were yeah. just putting the visuals to That's, it. That's okay, it's I mean, one I mean, of the and that. I things. I think that they perfected it with this one. Yeah. It's
4: unfortunate when you have such a strong fan base and really, you know. Wow. <laughs> very very involved fans so that people will go ahead and reread the book right before they see the movie whereas i haven't read the book since it came out when it first came out i read the book i have not reread it since i anticipate i, have not them. I, anticipate I will enjoy the movie and not miss an, any of them, like any of the a lord of the rings fan
3: lord of the rings um, you know i i enjoyed when i was in junior high now though honestly watching the movies went well good i've sat through them all it's a major achievement i've enjoyed that i will never watch that again wow mm.
5: I, I think that's one of the. We'll see, but films. that's okay. I mean, I'm just but saying, I never read the books. See, oh, really? Neither. See, but, I'd read the, but I, I read. I read the, the movie was amazing.
3: But I read the books like four or five times. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah You know, but no, I've read the books four or five when times I was young enough to movies, have time to read over and over. So and you know, and that's the thing is like the Harry Potter fans. I enjoy the films, but the Harry Potter fans have obsessively reread. Yes. Over and over and over again. And, and as let's I,
4: face it, there's a certain aspect to younger fans that love to complain and prove their and knowledge. And I would
3: rather that they re-read, reread and rewatch these over and over again than Chris's heartthrob of Twilight. Uh, now, now, hold on.
0: Now, let's, let's not...
2: Whatever, girly man. Go ahead. They're apples and, and glittering got oranges. oranges. <laughs> so how many more of these we, can we expect? More. Oh, because they dividing well, the last uh, novel uh, one. into... You, you just know, named the podcast. I love that. two parts of one. <laughs> they're, they're
3: dividing the last novel into two books. And I would have to agree with it because yeah. it is... Wait, it the was last
2: novel into two books? Into two, two movies. movies. Sorry.
3: No. Uh, because when I read it, I thought this is the f- first time that if you lose, then I don't know what you could cut. The others, I, I was okay with everything, but there's too much of emotional depth. And so, you have a beautiful break point. And I would also agree, though, that you know they've cut a lot of complexity, missing, for those listening who read it, missing from the movies that is there in the literature is the idea that as Harry Potter grows older, he also learns more about his parents and realizes his father... Wasn't the hero that your father always, that you always, are supposed to think of your father, and realizes that his dad was kind of a jerk in high school or the equivalents of a high school, and that there's a reason like Snape hates Pop Harry so much. Right, not just because Snape is a bad And man. that is just utterly gone. From from uh, the films, no, not no, 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 no. They, there, there's room to put it back in, but it's, but in the novel, there's a lot more where you see that. Didn't they do a little bit of that in the last? Yeah, the last. Yeah, one they did I noticed little, that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they did a little you bit, and that. they did a little bit of that in Half Blood Prince.
3: I just didn't feel it. It, I, I, was okay. a, it
0: wasn't a big deal, though. Um,
3: okay. I
0: wonder how they're going to do that. If what what happened in the last book <laughs> with Dumbledore. <laughs> Mm -hmm. That sort of thing, that's actually a much harder sell to, I think, an audience. Yeah.
5: I think that was the only thing I got out of that last movie was that scene, that flashback where they show him... And he's and these
3: torturing young the Snape. Guy. Yeah. You know, I have to rewatch that movie. Yeah. I not
4: <laughs> And I think the rest I've seen need to watch the movie before we can really discuss it. So
3: okay, yeah, agreed. It, which is fine. We will never come back to it again because next week is just night after night podcast party. in the hotel room. Woo! Hey, no, party. well, yeah, that too.
4: Um, <laughs> no, we're gonna be podcasting in bars and stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. That might be a good podcasting because gonna, oh, we're, we're in different pub-cast. hotels.
3: We're gonna set up. Oh, I wasn't including... No, okay. <laughs> Lon's going to come in and wake me up and say, Dude, we're going to podcast now! As the infamous woman, I'm like... Oh. <laughs> I believe it was the first night that Lon introduced me to the phrase of,
1: Do you like my body? <laughs> <laughs>
3: On a podcast, Whoa. it was, that was very good disturbing. That was good uh, after he'd interviewed Jenna Jameson or gone to a press conference, that's for Jenna a really Jameson.
5: great idea, though a San Diego pubcast. Ca- yep. cast, man, I wow. think so. Maybe Would we you, should be
3: ta- maybe we should talk to Boom because Boom right. has got an open to the public uh, party Wednesday night. So maybe we'll uh, get in there. I'll have a the portable podcasting tonight. kit. You'll have a portable? All right, that's great. That's good. I'm counting on you, man. It's all on you. Uh, so let's... always is. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> The past few years, at when Comicon, it matters, we've been ourselves.
2: We've been on our own with my little. Yeah, we've yes, been able to post like the next day. Yeah, so. that's
3: true. There ain't no so, editing. on so, the podcast. There's no editing, buddy. It's live. Uh, it's, you know, know, it's, it's 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 guerrilla. Yeah. Are you ready for that? Can are you, are you bringing it? your laptop? He don't even know.
4: I he am. don't okay. even know. He don't. He thinks he do. Like your mother didn't know. <laughs> I'm gonna do the files, and I'll upload, and you can put up. You can do the uh, okay. The the page updates, and for
3: television news. Uh, what I, I got an email just a little bit before po- uh, the podcast tonight that uh, at uh, Comic Con they're doing uh, Marvel is going to be previewing a a project that I had no idea existed. Marvel anime. Boo! They're doing Wolverine and Iron Man. Boo! Marvel anime or Marvel anime, anime? anime projects?
0: Hadn't that been like rumored for years
3: and years? Well, they went with the French instead. Okay. Because Iron Man Armored Adventures that that lame team Tony Stark yes. one is a is a I gave it 7 episodes. Is it? And did you enjoy how no, many No, They of those haven't seven?
4: had any new episodes.
3: After those first 3 that was it?
4: No, they they have they have 7 or 8 episodes. We did you enjoy them? Um, Be honest. I would say probably. Be honest. Probably Vic about, Ray is here. Be probably honest. about 30%. I enjoyed He's not honest.
1: He's not. I he's, lying. <laughs> he's lying. He's <laughs> lying, doctor. Look at perspiration I can tell this stuff. Out. Look at the, I the perspiration look on his face. I'm so more compass. <laughs> I enjoyed it all. Oh, I'm sorry. He's, a, I'm he's lying, sound, Your Honor. He's, a whore. he's, <laughs> <a whore. laughs> he's trying a, to sound you so. Know, absolutely.
3: Blase. Okay. So, disappointed. He
4: liked him
2: about as much as he liked the Flash Gordon reboot. So. Say it ain't so, oh, no, Brett no, 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 no. oh. Schneider. No, no, no. That
4: was spoon-digging out eyes bad. <laughs> yeah.
3: Did you watch that, Mick? No. Flash Gordon? Uh, for, for sci-fi? Sci-fi. When it was oh. called sci-fi, now yeah, it's called now sci-fi. Sci-fi, yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. No, no, no. It's you keep
4: mispronouncing it. it. It's pronounced sci-fi? You, you gotta, it's sci-fi. Say, sci-fi? Sci-fi. I'm on a panel sci-fi.
3: with the uh,
0: the head of the sci-fi website, and first thing I'm going to say to him is- At is, Worldcon? Yeah.
3: Is so? Why do you name yourself
0: after a disease? Uh, Oh yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. That'd be it's, siffy. No, no, they've they've actually changed the name to herpes. So, yeah.
5: <laughs> speaking of TV, did anybody see this this movie? I'm not, It might have been on Sci-Fi, but it's called Virtual Out. Virtual yes, so we Out. talked oh, about it two episodes. I saw it. That on, was uh, pretty damn good.
4: Well, uh, so he, we he know, hated this, it. We, we have different differences opinion for. <sighs> he liked it about as much as that Flash Gordon show. <laughs> <laughs> so Stop the
0: mentioning that in next year.
4: No, 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 <laughs> no. I would watch. I would watch three more. Of virtuality. Uh, virtuality before I'd watch another episode <laughs> of <Flash laughs> wow. The the only part that I really liked was the uh, the Japanese version of the uh, monsters theme.
5: Wow! Yeah, <laughs> and this I, uh, because
4: about it, me. because uh, <laughs> the, well, we we'll talk again. After. <laughs> this reminds me that last
3: night I discovered something on Hulu.com, the site that you know now ABC has joined that, so you can yes. get a lot more. But if you we know away your science fiction stuff they've got Johnny Sako and his flying robot yes, yes. on Hulu I did not know uh-huh. and Speed Racer in it's entirety uh-huh. all kinds seen of seen great one. Japanese shows from our childhood that we enjoy I did not know also Kimba? don't also Kimba the White yes that's on there I, I did not see daughter, Kimba but and it's possible what about
4: not? what about Marine Boy <laughs> I didn't I see Marine bad. Boy there or no. Prince Planet the best or, or the best Jusha gadgets Liger, ever
0: or Tiger Mask both of which I've been looking for for years remember how
4: Marine Boy stayed underwater Oxygen gum. Yep.
3: <laughs> I do not remember this is a funny thing. What was this weapon? I don't know. But the I meringue. I can it's remember right. as a child I don't remember watching the show, but I do remember being in the neighbor's inflatable pool, going,
2: let's take our oxygen
3: gum, yeah. and so and for and years, that's when
2: little Timmy drowned. <laughs> <didn't> he? <laughs> he did. Was it but was man. your fault. But his breath was sweet, minty, <laughs> big bubble. You know, I remember they showed
0: that on a what was it, Captain Crate? Cap or the one that Captain uh, Cosmic, Captain Cosmic. Did did yes, exactly.
3: Yes, yes that's, that's right. But it. for years, I didn't remember why I had this concept of oxygen <laughs> gum until I had been <laughs> seen it and got yeah. Wow, you know, yeah. it's Hulu movies are my thing.
0: Uh, I've been loving them recently, particularly Johnny Dangerously, which yes, I a Yes, you, you, You've before. already oh said
2: this so many times I'm saying it again okay. Was it on
3: the air? Oh, yeah. yeah Oh, okay No, he mentioned it before Okay, and air. I oh got by. this, Adult Swim's been running this show mm-hmm. Apparently this is a weird yeah, BBC effect, The Mighty Boosh, has anybody watched the this? Mighty, I, I have watched, watched it. It. I've seen pieces
2: So what they're showing on
3: Adult Swim is the third season This is the first season. I was hoping somebody would explain it to me. Okay, so
0: the first season, the one that I saw looks like it is on... Yes, it is. Okay, so um, there are these two dudes... And I don't they're know They're two um, dudes. They're two dudes. <laughs> really? Where'd you get that from? And, the uh, cover? They're looking at the two dudes the on the cover. the ones that I saw, they're working at a zoo. Yes, they
3: work at a zoo. First season, they work at a zoo. Yeah. And I don't know what the title means. Oh, somebody. I, somebody, a customer can tell me. So the yes. money, tell me what it means.
4: First, first, what identify does- yourself for your fans.
3: <laughs> Hello. Lord Hello. Fans. That's
4: not an identification. That's a greeting.
6: Uh, it is. <laughs> Well, that comes before the identification. Now. No,
4: she's, she's polite. polite. We've got no Vince's time for patron. courtesy, woman. Okay.
3: <laughs>
4: so,
6: I'm Liz. I am a uh, patron.
3: of oh, elusive comics again. I come
6: here every Wednesday. Uh, so the Mighty Boosh. So oh, okay. the character on the show, played by Noel Fielding, uh, Vince. Okay. In real life, Vince his Noir. His brother, yes, Vince Noir. His brother is actually the guy that plays Naboo. Yes. The Enigma. They're, yes, Naboo the Enigma. They're actually brothers in real life. Yes. And apparently when they were younger, Naboo, I don't remember his name in real life, but his haircut was kind of funny looking and sort of what it looks like on the show now. And It friend, is funny looking. It is. Their friend so says, who's Portuguese had a funny and accent and used to boos, call it you know, the Mighty Boosh. Uh, I know they that is literally the name of the show because of his haircut. Wow! So Great.
3: nowhere in this do they explain that.
6: Nope. <laughs> no. They Also, don't explain you know why like in the first season they're in the zoo, and then they're living with Naboo, and then they're like you know in someplace else in the
3: third in the shock, season. It season is. I, I get it. It's funny.
0: It's, it's true. The slap bass episode with the bear. That um. is that is only disturbed apparently by slap
3: bass. Yep. That may be the last episode I haven't watched. That one yet, but I've watched where he's possessed by the spirit of jazz while playing yes. techno. Yes, um, <laughs> and, and which is hilarious. Um, the jazz and, musician. <laughs> and, and when they have the do the Island of Doctor Moreau riff, uh, it's 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 very funny.
4: I just have to we have to note something. Oh, Linda was Liz. Liz. Liz, Liz, you did blow the Zorlac away. Because I didn't – no, that's good. Well, that I, was, did, I that was, was hoping someone would explain it It doesn't happen it that often. We have to acknowledge it, especially when so it's the done BBC, in a drive-by fashion. BBC
3: America yeah. is doing – or BBC is is releasing all three seasons simultaneously apparently Ooh. next week. But they only sent me the first one. So, they, they, it's again, what for like that Dollar it? Vertigo thing, it's they've got me hooked, and now I have to buy the DVD. <laughs> what what season
2: uh, is Adult Swim showing? Do we the know? third season. Oh, okay. Season three. If you three. go on
6: Comcast, they have a bunch of them on demand. If you look under Cutting Edge, ah. uh, it's under Adult Swim and Featured. They're actually running the very first episode right now. Oh, cool. So if you cool. like 101 so, of the Mighty Blue, so the, on
3: there. is that the pilot episode with a different uh, yes, cast member? Yes, uh, it's
6: Killaroo.
1: Yeah, yeah no,
3: well, yeah, the first of it, but this actually includes that they had shot a pilot with a different actor oh. playing the zookeeper, the zoo owner, oh, okay. and and it's they show the in the act. extra, they show like a little clip, and then they don't oh. include the pilot in this DVD collection, oh. Boosh. which was. <laughs> Boosh. But I think I got to say I do think we have found the first British television show that Lon might actually. I've seen episodes, and I
2: was just going.
6: It's really strange. It right? is very strange. The episode where they're crimping, the crimp battle, that's got to be one of my favorites of all time.
2: I,
3: I haven't seen it yet. That's so okay. really
6: strange. But the little raps and musical numbers they do, or mm-hmm. the eel episode with the eels.
3: There are mod wolves in the jungle and a man who's yes. turning into cheese. It's yes. it's hard to describe, wow. but it's That funny. was like the world's worst yeah. Mad Lib. Yeah. <laughs> Now, that you know, may be how they're writing it. Right. I do feel there's a heavy amount of improvisation going on. Oh, yeah.
0: You know who introduced it to me?
3: Who introduced it to you? I'll
0: give you one guess. Linda. No, Jason Shackett. Oh, yes, Jason, of,
3: of course. Okay. No, I can one see of southern, ca- yes. One of our Southern California correspondents. So. I
6: wonder if uh, next week at Comic-Con they'll have something about it. Because I know the Mighty Boosh is they going are. to be at yeah, Comic-Con. Yeah. Yes. So I'm wondering if the uh, DVD release uh, well, I, sort of I believe
3: era. that the DVD is going to be released on Tuesday, uh, right. Lon's birthday. Uh, yeah, July twenty first. It's gonna come out before Comic Con. Right. But I'm sure that they'll be I mean that's part of the signing. I think they're gonna be at the booth and signing do for they a little I'm see them. do they perform
5: music? Is, is what? They say they they're rappers, performing.
6: Or? I don't know exactly what that means if they're gonna do uh,
3: you know, some improv. Juggling. It is yeah, very juggling, bizarre. They were two stand ups that just sort of like merged <laughs> their strange. act and did theater yeah. and then it, the BBC like gave them a radio show and then they gave it, it turned it into a it's quite strange. It's anyway. pretty uh, surreal, but I show, thanks I, very much. I made the mistake or the right Linda,
1: thing. Linda, everybody, Liz. Liz. Liz, Liz, everybody.
2: She's got one of those hard to remember L names. I was just going yeah. off of you. That's all. Yeah, uh, so I, I watched Wait, it with it. my
3: grandmother, who's 95 and a half. And she loved and it. She, she loved did. She <laughs> did. She was laughing, and, going, and it's like the and first thing. No, you no, know, because <laughs> normally she just like you know we turn on the TV, say watch this, grandma, and she was responding until my mom walked in the room and went, "Ow, this is weird." As my mom does, and then my grandmother said, shut up. But she was like, la- <laughs> <laughs> "But she was, she was laughing she was to it. So I thought, it." "Okay, because grandma's the one." Is now, wait. One?
2: To be fair, did you show anything after the Boosh, and did she have any other reactions? Or uh, yeah, she watched a documentary on uh, polar bears, and was she laughing during <laughs> that? Uh, she was not laughing to oh, it. She okay. said,
3: "Just aren't those cute bear cubs?" She didn't oh, say that. Okay. All right. <laughs> but my grandmother's the one who really got me into being a fanboy. As i uh, written for, I was about to for say. Chris Garcia's Hugo losing um, fanzine um, multiple Hugo losing fanzine multiple thing. Hugo <laughs> losing fanzine because I mean, my grandmother was the one who like you know let me watch Ultraman for the first time and, and all those Japanese cartoons is my because my grandmother liked them which was kind of odd because she's was a- your
2: grandmother like I don't know popular during the 70s and stuff was she, like, what? she you know <laughs> I don't know
3: uh she was uh, in her late fifties, early sixties. So. Then uh, a Portuguese summer of love, baby, uh, farm wife, no. someone you may have no. run into before long.
2: I wasn't even born back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. Okay, so but I'm just saying, she's like, just just watch the robots, hey, baby. You know what, just man? watch Thanks. the robots. Thanks
3: for just crapping on a childhood.
2: Memory. Okay, okay you know, That's
3: good. what the
0: podcast is,
2: for. is all about. Uh,
0: it's it <laughs> ruining my
4: childhood. let and Hollywood. We got to get through this because we're already at two hours. We'll and
3: Oh, well, let's God. talk. You're going to edit it down to like 30 minutes. Yeah. Hey, uh, UFC you're all going to sound
4: like squirrels.
3: The UFC
0: 100? UFC 100 actually the the 102nd pay per view actually, which they decided to call UFC 100. But uh, a a really good show which featured Brock Lesnar, uh, former I know an, him. Yes, former NCAA. We get
3: a lot of hate mail for Chris. Oh yeah, uh, for a, liking Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yes.
0: yes. Um and I would like to say that whoever would send it, some of that hate mail should actually go and talk to Mr. Lesnar himself. Um, I'm sure they'll find pieces of them in five to six states. Oh, he that just sounded mean on your Devastated. <laughs> devastated, Frank Muir. It was insane. This is
3: the guy who beat him a year ago. You
2: know what, though? When you say dev, I watched the match. No, he, he... said mean things about his childhood and uh, went on and said
4: Devastated. <laughs>
2: He laid on him the You're whole mean. time and punched him in the face. It was like I've seen better fights, but I mean, Technically, it was
0: it was not a great fight. No, it, Long this was, started better fights, yeah. but this was Brock Lesnar just going out and saying, "I'm going to make his face look like a plate of hamburgers." No, sure, he
2: and then I'm going to cook. He it. busted up his face, but Are we there were people because that's hunger. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really good. At one point in the match, people were booing and shouting, "You know, stand them up, stand them up," because. All Brock Lesnar did was just bully him down and lay on him, and was like and punch oh, him sure, a lot sure. in the face. But I mean, for for ultimate fighting that. for That's a champion, the ultimate in fighting. no. But see, what I what most people like about Ultimate Fighting is fighting. And like he just he kickboxing. laid on him. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the technical stuff on the ground. And he, there was no technical. Oh, he laid on him and punched him. He just put yeah, doing his full weight on him. Uh, do you I want
0: know. do you want me to give you the technical terms of all the moves he was doing? He mounted him. Uh, no, oh! actually he didn't. That's
2: yeah, that's so I was gonna say. No he point. never did. He, he stop never him used at some a point? mount. <laughs> <laughs> he never used
0: any of the technical terms. He used a two shoulder. He used a two he shoulder headlock. Actually. He had him. Yeah, he
2: had him in some a, kind uh, of a side a like almost like a it's almost uh, like a side. Have, uh, this is the
4: weirdest debate club ever. Did, did, he, did he do <laughs> the, a uh, side
2: Nelson almost? Did he do yeah. a
3: Faraday
0: twirl? That's Ooh. a great name. I have to <laughs> say, yeah. I could actually yeah, go yeah. with a Faraday twirl on top of a little bit of a, a spumoni. It'd be uh, great. Yeah. I'm yeah, just saying, saying
2: that. As as a for a fight, I've seen more exciting fights. I've seen
0: more exciting fights, and for uh, that night, the uh, there were a bunch of exciting fights. I thought the, uh, I
2: didn't see all of them. I heard the no- I missed the knockout. Was it Hellsping? or uh, Bisping. Bisping? Michael Bisping, Bisping, or... Bisping
0: was knocked out by a
2: guy whose name is escaping me.
0: Oh, Dan Henderson. Also, um, his
3: name was not actually uh, a gerund. No. Okay. No. Uh,
0: Michael Bisping. <laughs> uh, he got hit. He was knocked out by the first punch, but then. Uh, there had oh, been yeah, some war of words, there. so he decided to go down and deliver another hard punch to the face while he was down. It's called a low blow. Well, yeah. it wasn't a technical it was, low wasn't blow, a technical but, but it was it unnecessary. Was a high blow, low. Yeah, it was <laughs> ugly. I mean, watching it, I'm going. ooh, I But almost see, go that's
2: bad. that's why UFC 100 though is getting talked about a lot, especially in the mainstream media, was because of its <laughs> ugliness from taking it from you know they're trying to dana white right the head of ufc Mm -hmm. is trying to take the sport away from being known as a blood sport and here they have their biggest pay-per-view and you know you have these 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 knockouts where these guys are just acting like thugs and not being you know sportsman like at the end talk about brock lesnar's speech after he beat frank so yeah he did devastate frank mir beat in his face and then instead of being a champion he did what he made a lot of money for the future. Oh, okay. Um, no, tell it. the truth. And no, that's all that's exactly it's about, what isn't
0: that right, Chris? No, he actually did the best heel speech in the history of any sport.
3: Oh, Where yeah. he flipped he off
0: the crowd. He uh, said, I'm going to go get on top of my wife, who happens to be
2: Sable. Um
3: Brock Lesnar's married, disabled. Yes. Right, when did that happen? Uh, about a year and a half ago. Wow. No, longer than that. Almost but essentially,
2: year. he brought r- pro wrestling dialogue and speech to Ultimate Fighting, just which... like Ali did to boxing. Sure, and it'll, it, you know, it'll, it'll bring those type of knuckleheads back, you know, or well, what they're already and there. Their money. They're already there. Sure, but <laughs> Shit. but I'm just saying the <laughs> the sport itself, though. I mean,
3: well, if you're gonna say they're trying to bring themselves away from the blood sport, I hate to break it, Elon, but but. Anything with fighting in the title is a blood sport.
2: No, 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 no. but I mean, th- they're talking
3: about unless the they're actual... bringing in picadors and then actually stabbing them. <laughs> or, no, or but they're, they're talking or or about the blood BS. sport, which
2: is like a no holds bar, almost like cockfighting in the sense of where at least UFC has that's not approved. Well, has rules. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be wrong. It, that's a low blow. It is
0: a great. It is a great problem that Dana White wants to present this. You know, happy. You know, it's a sport. Blah blah blah. But really, honestly, they will make more money appealing to Joe Sixpack who wants to go see a guy's face get kicked in.
2: Sure, I and saw that in Bruno,
0: and that's what Brock is going to bring.
2: Okay,
3: I, yeah, well. I think that sums it up. I I agree with you. I'm with that. How about you want pat- to? I don't think
1: so. I <laughs> think the other was better. Mick, do we don't. Let Mick, go
3: Mick, Mick, calm down. Oh. Mick has proven that even what? in comics, the blood sports what brings in the money. Over a hundred thousand hard covers of the Joker. Woo! Uh, that's right. there's money to be made here. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, should we talk a little bit about the swag, the toys available at uh, yes. Comic Con? I love toys. Where we're gonna yes. go for? It? I, I, I should mention that this, the Paramount CBS booth oh, is going to be giving away f- uh, tribbles. Oh, that is wow. yeah. gotta Now are
4: these just fuzzy? Or are they gonna have the motors in them? I don't do know. But sound, but David or?
3: Gerald, if you go to Family Planet, I have the video from David Gerald. You uh, the message to Comic Con. Was David face. Gerald going to be at the? I, always is. I, yeah, and he is going. He's run. He'll be judging a contest in which you take your tribble. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, just wrong table to say. Stop, stop that. there, and we. You got to get photographs of like you know of taking those you know gnome on vacation pictures. The most unique uh, place you've got. You have uh, taken your yes. tribble. Uh, I can
2: see yours right now. <laughs> you yeah, just like on the bed naked with, with a tribble <laughs> right over your naughty parts. <laughs> Just smiling at the camera. You've replaced the
3: white whale in my
2: darkest dreams. <laughs> Either that or like giving the little live long and prosper. Well, here about. we
3: go. And that's the other thing they're giving away is a live long and prosper foam hand. Woo! That, one, that sounds good. That sounds, that, that sounds that, that cool. Sound, that if you, you can great. get an
2: extra for me, I will be happy. Chris, <laughs> yeah. I could just see your entry on that one. We'll do it naked on the, the bed, slang. looking at the camera. The There's also uh, some sort foam of trans, hand over your. Why do you keep
4: on seeing I naked on the bed? Because I share a room with them every year. That's true.
3: And it's a scary, scary It is scary. Two
2: fat guys sweating in a hotel room. It's awesome. With tribbles on our...
0: (laughs) 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 Holy crap. crap. (laughs)
3: Wait a minute. I've gone blind. Um, So, Mick, how's it going? (laughs) And, of course, there will be uh, exclusive... This podcast is a blood sport. I
4: I do edit.
3: There will be... Yeah, don't worry. Uh, There will be Comic Can you at least
2: give me a podcast on our... Because, I mean, sh- be funny. Can
3: so- you shut up so we can go on? <laughs> okay. Uh, there will be uh, Comic-Con exclusive Doctor Who and Torchwood figures. Limited to 200 of, uh, there's a Captain You can Jack. only buy
4: 200 of them? <laughs>
3: there will only be 200, what do you say, copies of, editions of the um, Captain Jack. Limited edition, so there will be 200. So we can be
4: gone like the first 30 seconds yeah, of absolutely. the show. Pretty much.
3: Absolutely, yeah. especially with Children of Earth. Yeah. Going, which starts, of course, on Monday, July 20th on BBC America. You know,
4: I really like what Fox did. I can't really usually say much good about Fox, but the fact that I know I've prepaid for my limited edition dollhouse. dollhouse set, I'm very comfortable with that. I, I just wish more of them would do that. And if, if it allowed yeah. them to, if you had to pre order like a month in advance. And they could then up their production so they can meet what they need to have there. I think that'd be marvelous. So, Fox, typically I hate you. But,
3: <laughs> but right now? In this
4: case, loving it. Yeah,
0: yeah. You so, love their distribution arm, not their production yeah, arm. No. Uh,
4: yeah,
3: maybe. The maybe. news arm. Uh, I, <laughs> the news arm. Wow, that's sad.
4: I hate, <laughs> hate their news arm.
0: Have you been opened up to the truth that is the no-spin zone? Chris we Gar- do edit <laughs> this,
3: right? Well. Chris Garcia, you may be banned from this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what other? That we've, uh,
4: I get another shot at my toaster. You
3: get another shot <laughs> at your toaster? The Cylon toaster? We failed to get you last year. Of course, again, want to say Zan and Jana, Wonder Twins with Cleep. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Uh, of course, and the bucket, right? And the bucket. There is a bucket with Zan's uh, face in it. Very
2: yes. Very <laughs> cool. so, well, yes. <laughs> that sounds
4: disturbed. <laughs> he well, you puts know, the bucket on yeah, it. Oh, it puts, At Comic-Con after the party, there will be the a bucket.
2: bucket with a lot of our faces
4: <laughs> in it. All right? Puts the lotion on its face.
3: <laughs> that entendre was doubled. Uh, yes.
2: <laughs> There's just a lot of great swag yeah. going on. Um, and you know who's going to grab most of it? Uh, Mike Flores, Mike Flores, <laughs> king of swag. Okay, so
3: I'm hoping that he'll get what I can't get. There will could be another edition of the fabulous WB um, laundry bag, that oh, huge really? bag that that we can actually the sneak. one that
4: turns into a evening dress. Yes, that <laughs> we can actually bag,
3: right? we can actually sneak uh, small children. Did into, you get one last year? To Prescott. Did I get? did not get one last year. I got You're, one the first year. You got year. me one. I got one the first hey, year. Yes, you and did. And I hate to say, I used as a laundry bag. I did get orange and, and red. Orange and red thing. I got you one last year. Yeah. You great. need to get me one this year. I need to get another huh. swag bag. Uh, I uh, but there's, I didn't think I got one, but I guess There's uh, I did. A lot of stuff. Somebody stuff got coming on. So oh,
2: okay. I got you the sci-fi bag. Oh and of course, no,
3: Chuck got it for me. Oh uh, well, see. Chuck's a better friend than we are. So anyway,
4: Chuck's a more efficient.
3: That's true. Friend. That's. Yes. It's Probably. not like I had other
2: things to do while I was there. You know, I, mean? I, I didn't hold it against you. No. I credited with you for
3: right, the second right. mistake. Yes. He was busy scrubbing his eyes every night in the hotel room. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, I think
4: that's about we'll it. We'll be isn't
3: updating it? nightly and next week, so there'll be a lot of podcasts. Updating
2: how? Where? On what um,
3: fanboy planet oh thank you lon yes
2: you had we, to wait 2 hours to get we to that we joined
3: output. twitter so there's a fanboy planet twitter account mm-hmm. really there's a more online have you twittered, twittered anything account? i gave I you i have okay good i have at-
4: twittered have you not are you not following our twitter you know Twitters? i think i forgot to follow i <laughs> I, cre- I created the
3: account <laughs> so you are going to criticize me and i have no, twittered wait, wait. i
4: created the account i forgot to
0: Forgot Wait, to join Garrett, it. wasn't just two weeks ago that you I on was, the podcast said I will never
4: Twitter? And that night, but that, that night, that night I went home, and created the fanboy planet Twitter, and I sent him, "Here's your login." And it he was, was before
3: this. I even got my email there, I, was, I sat down at work and I went, "All right, Lon is right. I'd better create a Twitter account." Then I typed in, "Fanboy Planet's been taken." What <laughs> <laughs> bastard you? Oh, like? oh, <laughs> And then I logged into my, my own laptop and saw an email from Rick saying, here's all the. Uh, oh, Rick did it. It was slick you know, Rick. Was I, I Twitter. Oh God! I'm just saying. Yes, yeah, yeah, so so your anyway. name is Johnny Eponymous. Yes, just I just like my name everywhere. <laughs> okay, so so there's a moron life Twitter account. Twitter now. at moron life and Twitter at fanboy planet.
4: There's a Rick Brett, R I C B R E T. <laughs> Great, and he's uh, on my list. Course, Add us all. Follow us.
3: Follow us all. Who knows what we're
5: gonna do next? And follow me, but I'll just uh, my, I just don't get it. That's all right. No, Nick. I don't,
3: <laughs> we'll bring you in sorry, what because heck?
5: you know when Walt Mick twitters
4: weird. birds land. Exactly. Here's, what, here's it's what, weird, what
3: i here's man. what I'm hypothesizing here, Mick. I think you've had a good time tonight. I think we're probably yeah, going to see I've you had again. A very good time. We're probably going to see you again sometime yeah, yeah, on, around yeah. this table, and you are welcome anytime, well, sir. Thank you. We,
4: have thank to, you. we have to. We have to. We're going to walk you through the way we end the podcast. We go around, you know, and, and we'd say is we all get me? naked, and then we have a catchphrase. We have a catchphrase, which you have said once before, mm-hmm. by yourself, but we say it in chorus, which is, use your, your powers, powers only for good. So this is kind of like, I'm going to leave this in so people can see that we're prepping for this. Okay. but Because we, okay. we have, yeah, it's a tradition. the podcast isn't long enough. It's right? a tradition to, 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 for, to end the podcast. Use your
5: plows
3: only for good. Exactly.
5: Turn your wood, swords into right? plowshares. Is shares.
3: that what it is? Yes. Turn your swords into plowshares. <laughs> so if you've got any comments, criticisms, complaints, you can't follow us on Twitter. Go to the website or email. Editor at fanboyplanet.com.
4: In Next the meantime,
3: Comic Con. Yeah, four to five podcasts. Good Lord. Uh, I'm Derek editor in chief. Lon
2: Lopez, Cub reporter.
3: Ooh.
0: Christopher J. Garcia, still six time Hugo nominee.
5: Mick Gray, guest. Um, dude, here tonight. <laughs> Get in touch with me through uh, www.mickgray.net and. Uh, Buy the Albie Mouse book when, if there's any left when he come back from San Diego.
4: Excellent. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use, use your powers, powers only for good. I'll never I'll never
2: surrender. Could be nothing, but maybe we should check it out.
4: And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Sit down for the soundtrack. Well, I mean, I'll I'll be able one of the things with him over there with the mic going that way, I can turn the gain up on him and down on yeah, everybody else. Yeah, it, he was actually, so low. his away. settings were bad. Well, he was far away from the mic. He moved away from it after the sound check, yeah.
2: Far, far away.
4: He sits like that and expects the mic to pick him up.
3: This far away, that was bad. Yeah. I, I knew it. It was a daring experiment. It was a
4: daring experiment? <laughs>
3: More daring than you.
4: Yeah. Like, a, oh, like, like daring like Mentos and Diet Coke.
3: <laughs> Pop rocks More daring like Mentos and Coke. Coke. Yeah. Diet Coke. Have you ever heard
4: about smoking the Smarties? No, haven't uh, heard about smoking, that. Smarties. smoking Smarties. Smoking Smarties. So what they do is they take a tube of Smarties and they crush it all up so it's powder inside. And then they draw on it and the dust comes into the mouth and then they can blow it back out like cigarette smoke. This is... This isn't something you made up. It's like little kids. No, I saw that on the news. So kids blowing smoke rings with a smarty dust. Really scary.
5: Yeah. I can see the theatrical It's like just go
4: for cigarettes.
5: No. But you see a smoke when you can see a dust come out of your mouth. You see that
4: it looks like smoke because it's this cloud of dust. It would probably
3: be cheaper than the fake cigarettes I buy my cast. There you go. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to pay to get the stuff,
4: you know. Do you buy them, like, when they're in plays or just all the time?
3: In plays, yes. <laughs> okay.
5: But then they get hooked on hey,
4: them, it. Totally. The hey! You they do, totally. go. give me more of those. Oh, I, always have to, Cigarettes. I have You're to, to,
3: have to, to buy, like, 30 extra. Because Thanks know, for being in the play. Here's a cigarette. Because I know that the Frosh and Soft are going to be sneaking back to props, <laughs> And they're only good for a certain <laughs> amount of Puffs. And they look like they're lit. And so they're great to be doing a play where somebody's smoking. But you know, and I just know. I say, okay, that's here's great. here's a little here's a little layout for you all to have fun doing that. And I'm just going <laughs> to do your sound check like that. I've got you all set. All righty, all righty. You were on. You were on there. It I'll get. Good. I you know. Yeah, I'll get. Oh, was I? Well, fantastic. I'll get closer to me now. How
5: should? How close do I need to be? Can I be like? Well, this? you
4: should try and be about you know that far away from So the line. So, right. can,
5: so that's good. This is uh, good. A
4: little closer, probably. If you sibilance. Well. Sibilance. Realize right now you're leaning into the mic. I know. I don't want to do that. You will eventually relax and move away from it. Right. So move closer and then relax. Be close, close to it. There you so, go.
5: There you go. How's yeah. that?
4: <clears throat> yeah. The other thing is because of where these mics are and where we are in the store, I have to turn the gain down a little bit. Right. His mic because he's on most of the time. We just can't get him to shut up. Right. Um, and it sounds really bad if he's like squeaky and way in the distance and or all wheezing. The time. Or and we're all very jovial, Which well-rounded voices sugar beforehand (laughs) anything like that Um, but uh so it's best you know i would say move this all the way to the end okay and you're you're good good Good. yeah excellent you're you're probably good right there okay so you're on two so just start talking
5: testing testing this is the podcast of the day hi my name is mick and i'm happy to be here
3: sounds good I have a second right.
4: chance at my toaster.
3: I didn't tell you that. I'm sorry. Yes, I meant to tell you that. Yes, it is. It has been redone. The Babelstar Galactica oh, wow. LED
4: toaster. It it burns Cylon. It burns the Cylon image into your toast. Oh, I was so oh, you it's chrome. Wow. <laughs>
1: now that's
5: a very unique.
4: They had it last year, and they sold sold out too See, quickly. You have to go home.
5: Just hurt my brain.
2: Wow. You could put your
5: hand in it. That's easy. And get the and image get the on sp- your palm. Darn. Don't think it would be one cool. now that you've said it. <laughs> and then you can use it to find out where the
3: treasure
2: <laughs> <room> is. <laughs> Do they sell the kung fu cauldron that you can pick up yes, and exactly. pour oh, your soup and stuff? That would be Actually neat that's
4: the Laverne and Shirley thing. You got Laverne on one arm and Shirley on so the other. You know, what? What?
2: I don't get it. No, it's a different show. So, he was know, same era. Different, era. different TV tie-in. <laughs> but why would you burn Laverne and your <laughs> arm? I don't... Go with it. Oh,
4: okay. I wouldn't do it. But, yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> By
0: the way, uh, Linda has a a comment on recent podcasts. Yeah? Um, it was great, except when I was talking. <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow.
3: Your own girlfriend said well,
4: that? Yes. that his his covers weren't as good as James Bauman's. Oh, James no, but Bama. I, uh, I always
0: consider him a lesser uh, Howard Chicken.
4: James Bama? I'm going no, to no, sit sa- you, no, please. Please. you know, Chris, <laughs> Chris, I love you, but I'm going to set your beard on fire.
0: <laughs> I loved Howard Chicken as a kid.
4: Uh, I did like too, a, but he doesn't come close
3: to James Obama Bama. Like the, no, I was Boris right. Vallejo as yeah. a okay. lesser Howard <laughs> Chicken. Okay. I can't go with that either. Howard's very different.
2: Quiet on the set for a moment, please.
4: <coughs> Mr. Lopez needs silence. Did
2: you hear the phlegm in Anna's throat? No, that was to, great. to work on his magic One, two,
4: three. <clears throat>
2: Listen up, fanboys of the Fanboy Planet Podcast.
0: Wow. <laughs> Usually I'm the one who says That's that That's three stuff. that I have
2: <laughs> not been involved <laughs> in.
3: I, we may... We, I think we may have to. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um, anyway, um, yeah, no, uh, it's, I thought it was good. And I thought the really cool thing about this, I don't know what the cover price is now. Use Use your your powers powers only for good. good. (laughs) You could have set a better example for Mitch. What? (laughs) (laughs)